welcome back, Montana Giant fans. This is episode number 115, which is Avatar, The Way of Water from 2022, directed, of course, by Mr. James Cameron. And we decided to pair that with Fantastic Planet from 1973, which is directed by René Leloup, a French animation, which you think is very important to the pairing of this. Uh, why did we decide to do this? Well, first of all, there's several reasons. One, if you have listened to uh, Martini Giant in the past, you will know that we don't always agree on films. We have different tastes and we have very different personalities. That's part of the charm of what we do. But somehow, with Avatar, The Way of Water specifically, we all agreed on something that we really liked and that was kind of surprising. So that was the first one. Two, we're going to continue going with our uh, Oscar trends, right? So we decided that we're going to talk about movies that have been on the Oscars uh, and and celebrate them. And uh, we're going to continue to do that uh, for the next several podcasts. Uh, we're a few interruptions here and there, but we did obviously we did Top Gun and we're doing Avatar now. No, yes, we're going to do some of the more obscure ones. Don't worry. This is Martini Giant after all. Right. And we did do uh, everything everywhere all at once. So we've done several. Anyway. Uh, so yes, we decided to do that. And the third thing is the pairing of Fantastic Planet. We have not seen, and we may be very wrong, but we may have not seen anyone make a direct comparison of the influence of Avatar with Fantastic Planet. And we feel that there was something that was happening with James Cameron that really influenced him that decided he was going to make this. Uh, make something that was influenced by that. And we may be wrong, but we really strongly believe that there was something there. Um, and it is a great film, Fantastic Planet, but it's very weird. And uh, James Cameron managed to turn that around. So it was very interesting to put that put that all together. Uh, very excited to talk about this and very uh, interested to hear your thoughts. Uh, okay, a couple of announcements. Uh, as you guys know, we usually announce uh, our Twitch stream Right now, we're, which what's going to happen on Saturday, uh, and we're not going to do one this Saturday because I actually have some obligations. My daughter's going to be in a play uh, for Elephant Man, which I'm very excited about, so uh, I'm not going to be able to do that. Uh, but normally, we do have them on Twitch. All of these podcasts are recorded on Twitch, and if you'd like to be part of that, you can totally do that. Twitch.tv slash martini underscore giant. Twitch.tv slash martini underscore giant. That would be the best place to follow us there. Um, and we'd love to have you there. And when we don't do actual podcast recordings, we do watch parties, which are a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So, but nothing happening this Saturday, unfortunately. So I'll let you guys know next time. Um, but if you'd like to, uh, if you're following us on YouTube, thank you. We'd uh, appreciate it. Please subscribe and follow us there and like this video if you like it. Um, but also, uh, we'd love to have, if you're not on YouTube, if you're not watching us on YouTube, we'd love to have you follow us there. There's a lot of new stuff that we're trying to do on that platform and go ahead and do that. So, uh, it is youtube.com slash at martini giant. Again, that is youtube.com slash at martini giant. But for now, please enjoy Avatar, The Way of Water, and Fantastic Planet. <laughs> All right. All right. We, we have, we'll have plenty of opportunities for political mm. uh, discourse on both of these movies. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. These are excellent, excellent political. And so I think this is a little bit, I mean, this is one of the first times we've done a movie that's still in theaters and not available anywhere. I don't think we've I done one. I do not one. think this is available yet. No, it's no. definitely not available. Yeah. But it's the first time we've done one that's like still very much, you in know. In the public eye. In yeah. A, you can or, walk down the street and watch it. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Uh, and we combined that with a movie that 
I don't think a lot of people realize existed. <laughs> it's true. true. Even though it, I, I think it very I clearly influenced James Cameron early in his life. But yeah. Oh my God. To say, this you is think? A, if yeah. we're going to talk, today we're talking about two sub- giant science fiction movies. One yes. that won, uh, the grand jury prize at Cannes. Yes. Uh, in 1973. And, uh, in 1973. And one which is up for best picture, uh, today. And, yeah. uh, both of them feature giant blue aliens and tiny little people. <laughs> <laughs> in yep. strange worlds with very and, political and statements. Commentary about man versus nature. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So I've never heard, uh, Cameron speak about this. I'm assuming that he would have the good grace to say like, oh shit, yes, fantastic planet was a giant influence on me. Especially Maybe. the blue people part. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe. He's totally going to throw like, a diversionary flair and to say Herbie Lovebug, that's really the, the yeah, what? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, certainly, I mean, if, everybody if you say, like, yeah, I mean, like, I totally saw that as a kid and I also listened to a lot of Yes and I appreciate Roger Dean Covers. Here we are. Yes. Yeah. Then I'm I, that yes was one also. of my favorite bands as a kid. And that was oh, the great. first big concert, Go to the Garden, I saw in the late 70s. Tales from Topographic Oceans. Uh, I don't like Topographic. Close to I the like Edge, the Yes Close album. Close to the Edge, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Parallel Lines, or Going for the One. Is yeah, Going awesome. for the One. Parallel Lines is Blondie, yeah. I think Parallel, parallel Lines is Blondie, but they have yeah. a song, Parallel Lines, in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But it is a great album. Uh, you may color me prog rock. I am a prog rock fan. I never sure. liked Genesis. I, yeah, I liked the early Genesis when it was uh, super my weird. My brother liked, like, Lamb lies down. Lamb lies down on Broadway. Yeah, I hate I like, that. I like, crap. It's super fucking strange because I also like Peter Gabriel and early early Peter Gabriel, like his Melty Face album and all that shit. But Melty like, Face. Oh yeah. Oh dude, if you want, like, there's the there's the that the has car- Salisbury Hill on it. Which oh, is I Hill. I, I remember that face, album. but I like the fact that you call it the Melty Face. I don't think it has a title, does it? I don't know if the album no, has it doesn't. An it just title. says yeah. Peter Gabriel Peter and it's Gabriel. like seventy nine, eighty. Yeah. These are great, incredible albums. Like I was listening to nothing but Peter Gabriel, Kate Bush. Back when Genesis was kind of Kate Bush's weird. Kick Inside yeah. is a masterpiece. Oh, Kick Inside is incredible. I mean, everything, but virtually and she was, everything. Fifteen when she did that. Uh, a li- that's a lion. Uh, what's it called? The one she did when she was fifteen is. It's li- lion. The kick Inside. It's not Kick Inside. Kick, it's um, Kick Inside was later. Kate Bush, Lion Lionheart. Lionheart is Lionheart. the one she did uh, when she was. 15 or 16. It's true. The, like she only made one slightly mediocre album and everything else, including her latest stuff is just through the roof. Insane. Good. Um, but I was happy that she got a big hit out of, uh, stranger things. Yeah. Yeah. She got, um, running up that hill did incredibly well off of that thing. In any case, there's a diversion for everybody. Hello, everybody. This is Martini Giant. <laughs> you said that three times already because you can't manage to keep it on track. It's which impossible. Is, this is the nature is, of the show. It's the nature of this show. We can't. It's like, hello, this is Martini Giant. Yes, now we're going right. to talk about the movie. Now it's 20 minutes we're going to talk about the racism in Roald Dahl books. No, 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 no. We're not going to get back to that. And I'm not saying because I don't want to avoid the subject. I just want to stay on target. We just want to mention the movie we're supposed to be talking about. Stay on target. Just like in Top Gun. Remember Top Gun? No, no, no. 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 That was just like Star Wars. (laughs) Top Gun was a lot like Star Wars. Did you notice that? I don't know if you noticed that. (laughs) Yes, it's true. No, the the movies today are Star Wars and Top Gun. No. Movies today are Avatar and and Fantastic Planet. We've already said it. So we're just going to keep going yes uh so what the 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 thing that's going to be challenging here is that we tend to you know tell the whole plot and whole do the whole thing but i don't know if we should or can do that with avatar because it is so fresh but i don't see why not let's give it let's give it a loose a loose sketch we don't have to give 
spoilers yeah. away. There are people out there I haven't seen it yet. There, um, I think there's several things I got to say about this Avatar, about Avatar really quick before mm-hmm. we get too much into yet. Yeah, now you don't have to see it because that's not our tagline. Is it now <laughs> movies you never get around to seeing now you don't have to see it because Avatar is much bigger than the plot. <laughs> oh yeah. Without a doubt. Okay. Like, it's, it is, it's a very it's, simple film. It's, it's a very, very simple, simple film. film and it, it works well. It's, it's constructed well and it does certain things, but there's certain things that are so important in Avatar in terms of the filmmaking process mm-hmm. and the cinematic experience that it is, because I think that's the word that is really important. Now, I just happen to have come back from the HPA tech retreat and the HPA is the Hollywood Professional Association, which is mainly a bunch of geeky guys talking about technology. And that uh, uh, John Landau was there talking about about Avatar, obviously, because he's the producer on Avatar and has been one of Cameron's greatest uh, partners. Uh, and he was very excited when people talked about it as a cinematic experience because he feels that it is much more of an experience than it is anything else. He's also very excited about the fact that it brought people back to theaters in a lot of ways, which I think is also a nice thing to say as well. Uh, but, uh, the, I went to go see it in IMAX 3D. Did you see it in IMAX 3D, Daniel? I did. Yeah. Okay. And Eric, when did yes. you, yeah. So to me, that was the thing that was incredible. And I was, and you guys have, if you guys have listened to Martini Jump before, you know that I'm always, not always the person who goes, you have to see it in theaters or whatever. I was like, meh. Well, in, in fact, like you're, you're not super pro, you're not ultra um, pro on Avatar and you're not ultra pro on Cameron. You're I not, well, not, I wouldn't say you're automatically pro on these things. No, like, right? I am yeah. not necessarily ultra pro on Cameron. I'm not mm-hmm. ultra pro on Avatar, at least the first Avatar. Right. I'm not ultra pro on having to see anything in theaters. I'm not ultra pro in seeing anything Wait in stereo minute. either. Mm-hmm. You're like a tech geek. Yeah, but however, he's but also I don't argued many times. feel that you need to right. see things in theaters. Right. I feel that you can, there's a lot of home experiences that are really good, right? right? And I do stand by some of that, but I feel that the, when I went to see Avatar and IMAX 3D, I was like, I have to buy another ticket and see this again because I won't have that chance again. Right. There's, this is an absolutely, like, this is form fitted for the experience that it's offering. Like it will, it is, I'm sure it'll still be a very, very highly entertaining movie at home. However, you are actually missing something if you don't see it in the theater. I think, like, and I definitely feel that. And again, I say, I don't say that lightly when I say you are missing something if you don't see it. It's designed for this experience. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, cause like, I'm curious I, to actually see it at home. I'm wondering if it'll be as sensational as. Well, for instance, like uh, with Top Gun, I thought that Top Gun wouldn't be as good at home. And I actually enjoyed oh, it, it even gorgeous. more. That like, it's just an incredibly fun, good movie. Um, so, like, I, I think it's perfectly plausible that it's going to work. Like, story-wise, it'll work as well. It's still a very beautiful, beautifully shot, great-looking movie. Uh, so I think it's going to be a good movie, no matter what. Right. Um, but uh, but the, 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 tech, the technology being forefronted here is unusual and makes it a special case. And so, like, uh, like normally we would say, like, like for instance, the first time I saw Lawrence of Arabia, I didn't see it on the big screen. I saw it on like a 10, 15 inch television. Still a great fucking movie. Like, it's <laughs> it's an undeniably great movie. Um, that said, of course, it I would prefer to see it as big as possible with as good sound as possible in the best possible situation. And normally, that's a good theater, you know. Um, but uh, the way the theaters are going these days. Often that is not the case because you have to put up with a lot of people that are 
just fucking dumping their kids off there and they're dicking around on their phones and talking to each other while you're trying to watch a movie and that can take down the quality of the experience that you just paid well, 25 I also for. think that what was, I mean, what was the meme we had on our discord where someone, it was you, you showed a, a clip from uh spy kids. Oh yeah. Right. And I was like, what every avatar films or what every, every Marvel, event, film, yeah, Marvel film looks, looks, looks like now. I mean, yeah, exactly. And I was like, yeah, yeah. No offense to the many people, including myself who have worked on Marvel. Yeah, films. no, I've worked on that and there's nothing, you know, but at the same time, uh, you know, it, I waited for, like 30 or 40 minutes of trailers before avatar started, right? right. All showing on that giant format, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Including several of them in, in, in 3d stereo. Right. Right. And they looked like Gumby compared to freaking oh, avatar. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It yeah, was like just, I, who cares? <laughs> like my, my, my standard feeling on the theatrical experience is that like in its, in its best form, it's sort of hard to argue that, 16 channel sound and a 75 foot screen is probably better than you, no matter what you have at home. Like, uh, so it's always good if you can, if, if it's, it's a pain in the ass to go to the theater, it's a pain in the ass to deal with people. It's a pain in the ass to deal with people on their phones. It's expensive. I understand all that, but in perfect conditions, if you have the option, yes, if you had it at your house, I would choose the 60 foot screen every single time, even for shitty movies, because it's a better experience. That being said, at home, almost everybody in America has at least a pretty decent TV. And if you watch Lawrence of Arabia for the first time on your TV at home, you're not missing anything. Like, it's a great film. Yeah. Like, that's the way it is. And even if you saw it like I did, which is literally a 10-inch set, like, the greatness of the film is going to come through. But with Avatar, like, Avatar is, in fact, I would even say the simpleness of the story Um helps the movie work in the theater even so it's better not too confusing yes so it is every element of it is designed for the theatrical experience 100 percent in a way that there will be a loss at home like right. i think that's probably the case hmm. but that it 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 is it's very over the top in terms of technology and mm-hmm. i mean very over the top and i'm not necessarily saying that it needed to be simpler i'm just saying that it's kind of it's insane. insanity. It's insanity. Like, <laughs> it's insanity. Right? It is and over so, the top, though. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. It is it over is, the top. That's the nature in terms of, of technology. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so to put things in perspective, just to put things in perspective, what I saw at HPA, you know, and I saw the cinematographers and all the people that were involved in trying to film this, right? And I'm saying filming because remember, this is almost all CG. Yes. Ninety nine point nine. Right. But. They had Sony that had taken their best camera that they make. He wanted to film it in native stereo. Again, all CG, mostly. <laughs> but he wanted to film it in native stereo. Sony had spent a great deal of time developing their camera to be able to split the sensor Explain from the camera that. I itself. Get, I understand it, but just tell me. Tell well, me I don't understand right? it. Please tell me. <laughs> no, no, I get that. They took this, the, they split the, sensor, the camera, body the, sensor, the, the sensor. camera and yeah. the sensor back. So the, the yeah. camera body. So what they did is they had the camera sensor and then the rest of the camera is attached through an umbilical cord to the body of the camera so that they could uh, create an armature and attach 
two lenses. And so the camera, the stereo, because you have to shoot two lenses, right? So the stereo rig has to be light enough for the cameraman to hold, handhold. Yeah. And then they have the umbilical cord going back to someone who's holding it on a backpack, right? Yeah. And then all of that is happening. And then they have to create all these different armatures, different lenses that have to be developed specifically for it, right? It takes them nine months to design and build this thing, right? And that, and they had a whole team of people working on this. And this is, by the way, they also mentioned that they don't rent anything. They buy everything because they have to dismantle things. And they also don't want to give away any secret technology to develop along the way to the rental houses. So everything's purchased and these are expensive cameras. Plus, by the way, they also have 16 witness cameras. As they're filming, right? So the main camera and 16 witness cameras because they have to get all the action that's going on. And the only thing that they're pretty much talking about what they're filming is Spider. The kid with the dreadlocks. Yep. That's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's it. He's the person in the movie. The only <laughs> they do. I'm telling you guys, when we do our own film and we're given a talk, we got to say, well, we had about four incognito cameras going at the same time during <laughs> principle. They're like, oh, that's something that Cameron used to do. That's right. <laughs> Witness cameras. No, we are, we chose, we talked to Jim, we chose incognito and there's reasons I don't want to get into it. They're like, what? <laughs> right. Like all of this stuff, it's like building an airplane hangar full of shit for a spider. Right. <laughs> right. And they did. Now there, right. no, no, that's it. there are a few sets that were live. Right? Mm -hmm. Sure. And, uh, and a couple other actual uh, physical actors in there. They, like, did, they, what, they did have a few yeah. physical actors, but not that many. Not yeah, no, that many. Like five. <laughs> maybe I'm saying I think total of maybe like six minutes of a live action set. Yes, in right. the whole thing, right? But w one of them is then when they go into the lab. That was one of them. <laughs> but the most complicated one, the most complicated, and this was mind blowing, blowing, right? And I just want to say, whoever is compositing this is, uh. A magician beyond belief. Oh, it's the water. You remember when they dragged the, the guy, the the guy who was hit off the you know, onto the rocks off the water, and yes. spiders helping. Right. So that is combination of live action and CG, and they had him in a freaking water pool to do that. So he would actually, and they had to match the CG water to the live action water, and the, all and all shot native. Stereo, so they yep. had to met get their cameras to be exactly lined up and tracking properly. That is nuts. That is nuts. That Think is about way that. beyond the call. That shot probably took two years to make right. Yeah, yeah. That is bananas. That is simply bananas. The water is uh, beautiful in it, though. It's oh, some of the best I've ever seen. Unbelievable. It's perfect. Unbelievable. It's incredible. And then obviously the, a lot of the stuff in the water sequence when they're uh, when they're saving the dads and all that stuff. Oh mostly. yeah, for sure. Actually, one of my favorite bits is when uh, the guy in the crab armor, uh, uh, like when that sort of floods in, when all the water. I was just like, Jesus Christ, that felt that real. was CG. Yeah, it that was no, incredible. incredible. Like that's yeah, some, of, some of that was combos. not CG. It, so it somebody, marries so well that it's it, you can't it tell. The same physical things force they were that, in those orangey mustard yeah, yeah. things were great. Those plants, seaweed, yeah. or well, this is the thing is like the like what this movie does. The technology is so successful in this movie um, that it has the same feeling that Top Gun does, which it, like it has a physical uh, reaction for me. 
Like, it's not like I'm watching a video game anymore. It's like, this really feels like an event. And, uh, and, uh, the technology itself is amazing, but I think what really, really does it is that they have learned to work with this technology so well that they are no longer hindered in the filmmaking. Like in the first avatar, I could feel the work that's going into the shot and there's limitations on what they can do in the shot. In this one, it's, it's camera Cameron running around with a camera himself and they're just getting this. It feels like they're just getting this stuff and cutting it together. Yeah. Uh, even though it's, it's obviously took an enormous amount of work, um, the fluidity of it and the, and the, the felicity with which they're delivering the physical impact of the, of the cut is just out, outlandish. I, it, I was overwhelmed. Right. Yeah. It's a powerful, powerful thing. Um, it's the, I don't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't agree with you necessarily that they knew what they were doing because they admitted, Orlando at least admitted on stage and he's like, we have to figure this shit out as we were going. Oh, like, for sure. Uh, well, like, I guess, yeah. So, yeah, it feels like they knew what they were doing. Is what yeah. I mean. the, the, the end user feeling is like, this is, this feels just like the indie filmmakers running around with a camera. And yeah. that's what it should feel like. I mean, they, they, the way they talked about building that camera was like, I don't know how the hell we we're going to do it, right? Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we've got it. We got it all figured out. None of this was figured out. Yep. None of this, right? Including all the fluid stuff. They told Weta, be ready. Mm-hmm. We need, you got few, three years or whatever be, to get that water ready. Yeah. So make <sighs> a team to make that happen. Yeah. It's got to be so perfect crazy. too. It's right. Be perfect. And it's so like, that's the, they, that's the task they put them out to. They like those, like, a, you know, You've got three years of development, or it was, it's, I don't know if it was three years exactly, but it was something along those lines. Like, three we're going to do water. Mm-hmm. Just get ready for it. <laughs> well, the thing is, I mean, for a long time now, we've had, uh, like, we've reached a state with water, which everyone seemed really happy with, even though it didn't. It started to look fluffy. Yeah, it started to look fluffy. It started to look like, like Air Force One-y. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's just like, where you're like, why is eh? that? Like, it's, I think it's because, like, shots, like, the Marvel effect is like, it's not like, Good oh, people I, aren't working on this thing. I wouldn't it's, necessarily give it the Marvel. Okay, so so there was a moment in water. So water was always a challenge. And I was thinking about this. And the, actually, the person who really started to push CG water is actually Cameron himself, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Because that, that was on uh, Titanic, the right? On Titanic. The Abyss. Yeah. No, yep. no, the Abyss. Yeah. No. So the water the, weenie on the Abyss was, was yes, you're it's right. A separate, about, it's, I mean, it's true, but it it's is. a separate item. It's I, I'm like talking a, it's more a, right. about like what a wave and an ocean looks like, right? Integrated water effects for yeah. the scene. Right. Yeah. Right. And so they used Arate. Remember Arate was the, the thing that was mm. the, this fluid sim that was used back then. And that was created the wake on the water and the waves. And that's the big thing that was important in, in, in Titanic when it was really cool. And then you keep going, you know, and then water became, you know, after a while it got better and better. And then the big thing was, you know, scanline water. Yep. Scanline. Yeah, scanline yep. sort of like oh crap, but then scanline water start to get the same look over yeah, and over that's again. That's what I was getting right. at. You start what, you start what, seeing what the gimmick is. You know, go ahead, Eric. But what changed? I mean, their water was really nice. It was. It was. What was the one that they did? Uh, it was with the with the tsunami wave, and the woman gets hit by that tsunami wave. That was brilliant. Oh, it's uh the the it's with Naomi Watts stuff. that one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The uh not the it's the invincible, invincible. Something Inde- about in, the Indonesian. Inevitable. Yeah. 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 Whatever that is, that's that it's that wave, and it's a good scene. It's a really good. scene. It's an amazing scene. But yeah. I think when they start, the waves started to get like unnaturally large. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
right? Well, yeah, because filmmakers like, like Roland Emmerich started Can just, you make the thing bigger? Yeah, <laughs> right. Make exactly. the logo bigger. Right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. They, uh, have, they don't understand anything about... I mean, they said, like, didn't, I'm not sure if they did the water for Dune. Dune's water looked pretty great. There's only a little bit of it, but they did a really nice job. Um, so like, I think if people focus on it, it still does nice. It's still right. good, but you really, really have to plan for it. But the and splashes, it I think the, it's the splashes, splashes. or the, the, the white foam. The that just tiny started. interactivity was yep. crazy. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think that, I think that they started to get too fluffy after a while. Mm-hmm. And when I see what they did on Avatar, what they did on Avatar, what was, what to me stood out about the water is not the big waves, but the little waves. The yeah. subtlety of the little yeah. waves, it's right? It's these little, little ripples. Little ripples. Yeah. And just the way that water goes, goes bloop, bloop on the beach was mm-hmm. just perfect, flawless. Yeah. Yep. Cause that's hard to do. <laughs> yep. It's, um, it's very subtle, but, but you know when it's, when you know, when you know when right. it's wrong, you know? Right. <clears throat> and then all the wetness that they had was also really well done with the yep. hair and the dripping and yep. all of that. And it's, so. and it's, and every, everything you're seeing is that the same top-notch level and so it just it just overwhelms you so you're just like yeah it's fuck it's real okay <laughs> your brain just stops thinking and you about forget it. about the story <laughs> well you just like the thing is like that's what i mean before is like the the story i think is actually exactly right for this kind of movie like it's like it's a powerful successful emotional story that works very well it's it's very simple um but they hit all the right notes to carry the thing off and i cared about all the characters in a way that i didn't really care about them and avatar one like because like you can't have the effect like this can't work this well if it's only technology because after three and a half hours i'm just not going to give a shit no matter how good it looks but in fact like i i did get totally swept up in it and i think if the movie were more uh complex in terms of its screenplay it would uh it would jam it up like it's good like you, you don't want it's a ride film you don't want it to be like, so you know, it's not Anna Karenina. So here's here's here, yes, and I I, I you know so, I do complain right. about Cameron stuff, but I want to say the complaints I'm about to say uh, are not to say that I did not like this movie. I love this movie, but I will say this: the plot is very very simple, which I agree with you is great. But what sucked was the dialogue was really. Yeah, this is like see, I got to be it honest. Feels it like didn't, temp dialogue. I know, but for me, it. I uh, don't like his films, but I was I the dialogue didn't bother me because I wasn't paying attention. I was too into visuals. Like sure. it was a Roger Dean yep. album, and I was it's like, beautiful. yeah. And so I just was like, okay, they're running through the. Well, I didn't. Here. If if they took the same dialogue and just made it just or I, or not say the the master yeah, exactly. of the obvious bullshit. Right. Well, the thing is, like, I'm sort of in the middle on this because I agree with you that his like, if there's a weak point for Cameron. Since Terminator One, it's his dialogue, like it's kludgy. But he puts his you know. tech first. Well, yeah, like I, I don't know if that's exactly true. I think he is I a t- very, very emotional, earnest person, and when he's oh, telling stories, I know. But on set, it's about tech and fitting sure. into his that's world. How he, that's how he communicates is, that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but the like, so he communicates emotionally via his technology. But he is trying to communicate emotionally, and he has big emotional things to say. And the dialogue really represents that in a way that I think that like. You compare this to Marvel movies, right? Like Marvel uh, screenwriting, even when it's tight, is based upon the idea of let's not take this too seriously. Like all of the dialogue is self-mocking, 
constant ironic jokes about what you're watching to make sure that you don't feel like a nerd for watching this shit. And it, it, it pushes you back all the time. It's just like, Oh, it's a plot. It's a trope. Oh, we got to make fun of that. It's a trope. It's a superhero. Isn't it strange that we're superheroes? Like all this kind of stuff. Whereas the, the bluntness of Cameron's, um, what he's selling is just like, this is wondrous. And these are the things that I mean about love. And he's so direct and earnest about it that, uh, it's, that's why I think this movie is a giant fucking hit as opposed to other movies of its kind. And I think that the, it's an incredibly refreshing point of view for big time movies. The downside of that is that most of the dialogue is, it's so, uh, obvious and blunt and awkwardly blunt that you're just like, couldn't you just massage that a little tiny bit so it sounded like a real person talking <laughs> like i know i, I, lo- I, know. I love no your one says that. no one says that but jason is like why don't you just do the nolan effect where you just make the music so loud you can't even hear them you talking. Can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> i love it oh god i love that right but yeah like that's that's the thing it's like i think that it's a you know, like the i totally agree with your critique i think it's a it's a side effect of the fact that he wants to say shit out loud that other people are too embarrassed to say out loud right uh and he's just not a masterful it's not like he's David Mamet, you know, and it'd right. be great if you could have both, but it's very rare to have something with someone who is like intellectually keen enough to, I mean, um, in their dialogue writing to like come up with a really savvy way to say something very earnest. Uh, he, he's not that guy. Like he's just going to be saying, fuck it, just say it and I'll clean it up later or not. That's, and so it's just where you're yeah, at with that. That's guy. letting technology lead. Well, yeah, but I mean, let's like, he's not, that's what I mean to say. It's like other people, there are plenty of people that let technology lead who don't have anything to say, right? They're just because they think technology is novel. So they show it. Whereas like Cameron loves technology in a very real way. Like he's passionate about it and that's how he communicates these passionate ideas. And so he is, he, like he puts more effort into communicating his love this way than he does into communicating his love with words, but he is trying to communicate love. And I do believe that that's why the movie works so well is like, this is a, like there are plenty of big fucking spectacle movies that have come out since avatar one, but nothing literally has hit like this. And I think that's because it's very honest about caring about people and things. And, uh, and that message comes through, even if it's clunky in a way that like black widow does not provide. Hmm. I think that that's, that's, that's the useful thing. I agree that fucking, like you couldn't get clunkier dialogue than some of the shit that gets said in his movies. It's just the way it is. Well, look at what someone put in our comments. <laughs> what do you got? Says, I mean, it's strange. That aliens is one of those quotes, uh, quote the line gold mines, a Cameron film. Mm-hmm. So we are, uh, great haphazardly expect to, to somewhat know what the uh, work out at one point. Well, yeah, it's a great point, Casey. Cause I think that's like, <laughs> Well, they, what, the, hey, the, like, that that movie, like I never watch Alien and Aliens back to back because Alien is an absolutely realistic experience with actual it's people. A beautiful in it. movie, it's my yeah. it's one of the best movies. It's possibly my favorite film of all time. And it's, Aliens, which I utterly love, is a cartoony Saturday morning goofball yeah. hoax show by comparison. But awesome of, it, of itself, yeah. if I don't watch Alien right before it. I am not. There are two I, different genres. It's just a different kind of, it's a comic two book. Different movie. Genres, two different and he, genres. And he writes fucking good, snappy fucking Bill Paxton dialogue, like nobody's business, especially when he has Bill Paxton to deliver it. 
but he doesn't have that anymore. Okay, so, <laughs> so Jason so says goes. he needs some writer to take his bullet point ideas and turn them into something yeah, real. Yeah, but, exactly. But, but you know that Cameron's you never going to do that. You can't do that. Do that. even no. let a cinematographer hold a freaking camera. Exactly. He's not exactly. going to let, he's not gonna like let anyone write the, the lines for him. Right. It is the way it is. So we yeah. have to just deal with that. But That's nonetheless, it was cool. And he does, Okay, and the other thing I liked about it is he had a really great idea of how to follow up this story. Like, how do you make an avatar... And don't just keep going down the same line of what it's doing, but make it something different, right? Mm-hmm. And make it a different experience. And it was, it, it, it is totally a sequel, but a completely different experience at the same Agreed. time. Agreed. Well, I think I, what's, what's really brilliant about it is that unlike the first one, because the way the first one fails, right, is that he's trying to sell like this big, like, we should be good to the earth story. And he's not doing anything to sell you. He's less preachy now. Yeah. Well, he's preachy in well, the he's right way. Preaching. Like, cause <laughs> well, he then relates. The first one. Yeah. Like, cause well, the, the reason why the first one feels preachy to me was the second one doesn't feel as preachy, even though it's, to, I think it's actually way preachier, but it's way more successful. It's at less militaristic. It's also really dedicated to saying what it's saying via this concept of the, of his family. Like he's like, the whole idea is like, we are a family. And then he projects that onto the community. We are a family. And he projects it onto the planet. We are a family. And he projects it at you. We are a family. Well, there's also, he projects different families, functional yes. families and dysfunctional yes. families, right? Exactly. And he projects, you know, those, those, those are, everyone has a different relationship, right? Like Spider and his dad have a very yes. different relationship, exactly. right? And, and that then, contrast really makes you feel uh, good stuff. Yes. And yeah. especially when they're both being saved by each other's sons. Yeah. At very separate powerful. time, very, it's very powerful. simple, but very, it's very smart. Powerful. I gotta yeah. say, like, I'm again, like I'm saying, I'm not talking about the plot or the story itself. You're talking it's about the structure the, of the storytelling. The, no, my and criticism is specifically the dialogue, the words oh, yeah, that are yeah, coming yeah, out yeah. of people's right. mouth is the 100. percent What the I, message I, I, I is, say is like what you're complimenting is the structure, the structure, of how, uh, of the structure, spoke, and great. the actual story being told. It's just that yeah. the way that the words are said, and they're yes. not always there. It's just that there's several awkward moments. You're like, Ugh. you just have to go. Like, really? Okay. Well, I guess that's like what we're the, the that's first right. sign that I had of that is when you know they're speaking in in Navi, right? Right. And he's like, it's like it took me a while to get that language to my skull. A couple of years, uh, uh, but now it just sounds like English. And that's when they decide to switch to English as opposed to subtitles. Right. And it was like, yeah. really? You got to do it well, that way? Like you, the thing is that you can do that. Like that same gag is used in Hunt for Red October very yes. well. Right. Yeah. Uh, but they make a sort of – in Hunt for Red October, they make uh, – the way they do it is they deliver it on a really serious theme-centric beat. Because like you have the guy – the guy is reading the quote from the Bible mm-hmm. in Russian, mm-hmm. right? And it lands on the word Armageddon. And Armageddon mm-hmm. is the same in both. And so he says Armageddon. It says the text to Armageddon in the subtitles. And then suddenly they're speaking English. It's right. an incredibly deft way to do it on the very point of what the movie is saying. And in this case, what they do is just like, and then I just knew how to do it. And so now my kids speak like they're well, that's you know, high school exposition. students. <laughs> it's yeah. like, that's not craft. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, it's very simplistic. Yes. It's simplistic, but yes. it, the visuals were so strong that it didn't yeah. bother me. I just was yeah. like, it, I wasn't painted. I, I was following okay, the story. Maybe visually. I'm different. Maybe yes. I'm different. Yes. Maybe it took oh, me out of it a little you bit. Are different. It didn't take me out of it because it, it's, it's, it's like it's a, something that you no, just I, have I, to it's accept. A theme, my it's chair like, and it's I like left saying, the theater. Oh, it's feel, something that we just accept. I mean, it's like it's like for and this has been true for me for that drunk pirate in Pirates of the Caribbean theme park ride kind of took me out of the moment. It's like it's really. 
it's a theme park ride for me. Yeah, it's, it's, I didn't pay attention right. to anything else. But I have a question as both you guys. I, as we were talking earlier, I was a huge Yes fan. Has Roger Dean, like, ever settled? I mean, so much of that art is Roger Dean. <laughs> yeah, it's all Roger Dean. All the great covers are Roger Dean. Did he like, ever sue or, like, from the first I one? I have no idea. I have no idea. I've, I've loved, I've loved those because things. That ever intro since was. Roger Dean. I was like, God, what that intro? was his to Avatar. Yeah, to Avatar. Yeah, really? like, meaning the floating islands. It looks like yeah, a, it looks exactly islands. like a yes cover. Yeah, it's, it's a yes like cover. Yeah, it's and, I mean, yes to cover. Tales of Topographic Ocean, yeah. Yeah. Relayer, and I was like, God, I wonder if he sued. I wonder I'm, if he's. I'm sure he's the kind of guy who's like, well, I guess I made an impact. <laughs> wow, here we are. Right. But it's it a real, it's a real lift. It is, it is 100%. But like, I, like I, I told, it's funny because I was watching, uh, the trailer to Avatar 2, uh, you know, when it came out ages ago. And, uh, you know, the, 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 the little submarine things, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, right. And, uh, and I looked at, uh, Roy Robinson did a, uh, teaser for a, a, sh- a movie he was going to do called Leviathan. I don't know if you guys right. remember that. Yep. But it was about space whales. <laughs> Yeah, space whales, space whales. Right. And so <laughs> right. he did this whole thing with the space whales and it, you know, it came out years and years ago and it was really cool, but those ships kind of looked the same. The space whale kind of looked yeah, similar. There's a lot of crossover there. For sure. of th- right. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, and I know that some people at, at, at Weta helped with, uh, Rory, uh, Rory work on that. And I was like, Rory, did you see this? And he goes, yeah. You mean, you mean in terms of it looking like a Viathan? I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, well, you know, like, I rip off Cameron all the time, so yeah, exactly. whatever. <laughs> like, to, to me, that's the proper way to look at these things. I mean, like, I think it's like, I, I think that I would, I mean, what I would hope is that if you went to James Cameron and said, James, like that, it's to- Stone Cold rip off of Tales from Topographic Oceans. I would hope that he is the kind of guy who goes, you better at, you bet your ass it is. I love Roger Dean, and that's why yeah. I did this. Yeah, like, or Fantastic don't, don't, Planet. Don't, yeah, don't fucking <laughs> pretend like you didn't rip something off. You ripped something off. Just go, of course. Right. This is what it is. Well, like shit. Yeah. I think, you know? I think we seem to forget that artist derivative, but that's okay. No, that's, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. It's like, like it only, it only looks ridiculous well, to me. It's I, like I when you pretend like it's your original, but it's obviously not. What was that, Eric? I was commenting on a legal standpoint because if, if they could sue over, you know, uh, 12 monkeys or whatever. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. It, then they certainly can sue over that. Oh, yeah. I, I think that, I think that's totally reasonable. I think that the, the situation with 12 monkeys is a little bit different because the art that he's, that they're cribbing is pretty obscure as opposed to, you know, an incredibly popular rock band's albums. Like, it's like fucking everybody knows, you know, well, you know, Steely Dan the, covers as well. The, the one, here's the deal though. The, the one for the 12 monkeys, I remember going to a studio, God, um, I forget his name, but he, I knew somebody who lived next door to him. Um, Libius Woods. Libius Woods, Woods yeah. in New York. The thing is, um, that was a direct lift from one of his pieces. It was like okay, well, down, down to the framing. That's what I mean. Is like the, it's, that's, that's a total steal. And the fact that the thing is, is that like, if you were to go to anybody on the street or, you know, just ask online, like who's Libby's Woods? Like virtually nobody would know who that is. Everyone would culture. be like, Oh my oh God. My God I, I've, been, I've been following oh that band God. forever. Uh, and they would uh, absolutely. Oh yeah. Whereas like, it's so it's like, it's the fact that, that Gilliam was essentially saying, who was trying to get away with the idea that this was his and that it's not his, like that's a steal. Like he stole it. 
Or and, I, or the production designer just did it and he didn't and know. Just did no, it. Whatever, I'm pretty exactly. sure Guillermo's involved. I have some yeah, inside I can't stories. Say, I don't know anything about that. I can't say that's like, like supposedly stole whatever the outcome of that was. I have no what idea. If, I just but, know like, that Levius Wood got a check from 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 Universal. Right. Right. I mean, I think that that's, that's, that's the point of contention there is that like, here's someone that in popular culture would be considered relatively obscure and you are taking credit for one of his images almost directly. Uh, whereas like, you know, like at least 12% of people that saw Avatar were like, that is Roger Dean. <laughs> like, like there's no, there's no way, no way around it. That's what it is. It's like every time you see that shot from the searchers going through the door, it's not like no one's going to yeah. be like, yeah, well, that's the searchers. <laughs> Like that's what that is. Well, just come on. We're we're also in a culture of ripping off everything all the time. I mean, just look yeah. at look at look at Stranger Things. It's just constant reference perfect. to everything exactly. you do. Oh my exactly. god! And I think I think all of that is perfect. <laughs> like I think all of that is perfectly good because that's how art is made. Like I think that's all very good. I just think it's I think it's comically ridiculous when artists try to pretend that somehow they have never experienced somebody else's art. And then they produce something that is identical to it. Like, right. come on, guys. Who is like, it? Who is it? Enya refuses to listen to any other music because she doesn't want it to influence her. Well, she should probably listen to a little more music. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Enya. I, I wish you the best. <laughs> sail away, sail away. Yeah, okay. Hey, I own that album. That's fine. I like her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Okay. So, so should we talk about the plot loosely about this or at least in reference to sketch it out? Okay. I'll try to sketch it out. So in reference to, uh, you know, from the first avatar, as you might remember, he decides to stay on the planet and, uh, all the quote unquote good humans stay on the planet. Right. And they pretty much defeated the bad guys and specifically the defeat, the sergeant, Forgotten mm-hmm. his name, but courage, right? But they kill him. He's killed yep. by by uh, the what's her name? The woman. Yes, which is one of my favorite fucking scenes in the movie. That, yeah. but that whole ending, like that Avatar one, is a pretty good movie. But that ending is really spectacular. Like they do a really nice job with that. Yeah, and he gets a, he gets an arrow straight through his chest, killed. Yeah. So you killed. think that's that, but turns out that's not that. Okay, so uh, so they do. They do have several clever things to sort of keep going, but the idea is now that the planet is controlled by the good humans <laughs> and the av- and the Navi, right? And they all get along and they all try to play nice, nice, right? Mm. Like it was when Sigourney Weaver was in charge. But we also know that Sigourney Weaver is dead, right? From the first one, right? Yep. Uh, absorbed av- into the tree, somehow. Absorbed into the tree, right? Yep. Her soul was was taken into the tree, which is thing. Now Sigourney Weaver has an avatar that's kept alive somehow in its little capsule, right? Uh, but uh, the story is that the the he and his the woman, uh, the two the two not, uh, they they have a family now together. They start growing right. a family, which was interesting to me because I didn't know that an avatar could reproduce, but that. It's yeah. There's nothing that says it can't. There's a lot of things. There's a lot of questions that I started. But it's a little hand wavy. There's a lot of hand waving going on. And if I say it out loud, it sounds stupid. But honestly, again, this part I'm forgiving of. Like the dialogue (laughs) bothered me, but the the hand wavy technology from all was fine. Right. All was fine because it was fun. It was great. 
So basically the idea is that he has a uh, family now and now they all speak Navi and they're all excited. Uh, and, uh, uh, they have a dot there. A miracle child was born mm-hmm. because the miracle child came from, um, uh, Sigourney Weaver's avatar. So her avatar gave yes. birth. Right. 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 To this, uh, uh, what's her name? Tiki? No. Uh, Hang on, let's say, I'll look it up. I should have had this up before. <sighs> we should have had all these up. These notes up. Um, I, uh, I'm now... Kiri. Kiri. I, I have to tell you, I'm now, by the way, that it should be much easier because I'm now using TMDB instead of IMDB. Uh, and uh, it is way better. If anyone wants to look at that, it's themoviedb.org. Use this instead of IMDB. That is my recommendation. Yeah. Uh, Jason says the avatars are hybrids, but apparently not mules. Yes, correct. Right. Yeah. So, like, mules cannot have baby mules. Right. You know, horses and yeah, like uh, horses and donkeys can have mules. But and the it. big thing that distinguishes the avatars or humanoid-inspired thing from uh, from uh, from native Navi is that uh, native Navi have uh, three fingers and a thumb, and uh, uh, humans have four fingers and a thumb. And it's, they kind of make a big point of that. And you can see from the image behind us that Avatar has three fingers. Were you the scene where they were using the calculator? They're like, oh, that's oh, right. Yes. Their fingers are different. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're doing the Navi right. taxes. Yeah, that's yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I almost, when I look at this shot, I go, like, did they do this just to show off that that is not a real hand? Because it looks yes, so good. Yes, they did. Well, 3D. They want to get stuff yeah. in your face. For I'm f- just like, holy shit. I mean, look at the hand. It looks terrific. And it's obviously has to be CG. The, the, te- right. the texture quality Perfect. was mind-blowing. Yeah. There, so much of this is mind-blowing. Yeah. It was absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. i yep. got to say. Anyway, where was I? Uh, so, so this family's grown. And they're all happy and they have their date nights and the kids are fun. Now it's kids. This is the other thing that's cool. Most of this is about kids, mm-hmm. right? right? But they have, uh, basically, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to say just as you said, I'm gonna blow through this. Yep. The bad guys, the bad guys. Blue people uh, on a blue planet. Okay. Right? So <laughs> everything's right. cool. Question time. Uh, 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 the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the sky people, as they call them, arrive again mm-hmm. to this time, uh, Completely wipe them out and destroy them, and uh, there is now they now turn into a re- another rebel group, right? But right. the sky people have developed much much quicker. Uh, one of the people that they bring onto this planet is um, is actually the guy who died, the sergeant. They made an avatar of him and implanted his memories of himself into the avatar. So the guy is actually dead, but he is a reincarnation of himself. Yeah, as a, as a, a reinclination, <laughs> right? A reinclination, right? So right. that was interesting. Uh, right. Also, we find out that there is, uh, there was when they left, there was a baby who was too young to go into cryo tubes, and so he stayed behind. And that baby happens to be the sergeant's father. Yes, right, right. And his name is Spider. Now he's a teenager, and his name is Spider, right? right. Um, and so basically, now you have a, a, a human who's a little savage boy who pl- hangs out with the sa- with the with the the Navis. Yeah, and, like the natives. Yeah, like right. he's he's grown up in in uh, native Navi culture, right? And uh, and so like he is like he is like essentially like a 
a kid who lives in between worlds. Like everybody around him is Navi. They kind of look at him like, okay, we accept you, I guess. But all right. <laughs> like, especially, uh, uh, Jake's, um, spouse there. What's, uh, Natiri. Like Natiri's like, yeah, I'll care for you. But I'm a little bit racist against this guy. People. <laughs> like, I wanna, she's I, she's a, just a little smidgen. Like fuck you guys. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Uh, I do. I'm going to say to Jason, try to put a message, and the uh, the auto moderator tried to stop it from happening because thought he was swearing, but he's talking about Dick Smith and not Dick. Uh, he's he's not talking about someone who constructs dicks. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Dick Smith, famous makeup artist, amazing. Yep. So, uh, so yeah. So we're uh, we're good. You're good there, Jason. I let the I let that comment slide. Thank you. <laughs> yep, man, oh man. Uh, uh, legendary makeup artist, Dick Smith. Yes, you're absolutely right to point that out. Dick Smith, for people who do not know, did The Exorcist and uh, was some of the most amazing old age makeup of all time, et cetera, et cetera. Incredible guy. Okay, so uh, so now uh, there's now there, there's now basically a bunch of uh, rebel attacks, right? That they are uh, blowing up trains and doing all kinds of stuff to to get uh, to get out there. But uh, specifically, the sergeant is targeting the family and going after them, <laughs> and so he can no longer be the head of the tribe. And they decide he decides to escape the uh, escape with the whole family and leave there. Right. Which feels cowardly, and uh, there, there's some tension there, which is good. But the family is very close, right? The family itself is very, very close. Yet Naturi uh, does not want to do this. And Jake's right. like, it's the only way I know how to protect you, and this is how it's got to go. Otherwise, they're going to come and kill everybody. But and she did it on boy, the also saying, we have, you have to fight and not right. you know, uh, stand up. Right. 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 And, uh, and so she's very much like, so we're running away. This thinks. Yeah. So the human boy, uh, who is known as Spider, right? He, he is, uh, he is caught by them and he starts to be very rebellious. You know, he's totally, they're totally making him act like a little jungle boy, which is kind of, they totally did. He's like yeah. from Ventura yeah, Tarzan, like a surfer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude. They're basically doing the Tarzan. Hey, man. Yeah. And like, he's like, he's the, uh, he's the wolf boy, essentially. He's right. totally wolf boy. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and like, I think that it's like, I think it's actually pretty canny of Cameron to do this because like he is like the, the tropes that surround him are sort of annoying. Like it's the white kid with the dreadlocks and the kind of stuff where you're just like, oh, fuck this kid. And so like, and the actor is actually quite good. Yeah. And so like you, I end up liking well, Spider. He's the only one they had to direct. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like the actor is very <laughs> good kidding. and he does a great job with the character and the character is a really nifty character in that it reveals that Sanitary is a little bit, uh, like she is not accepting of him because of who he is. Um, there's an, like, there's a, there's a feeling of like, who the fuck are you to be here? Um, from the audience. So you sort of support how she reacts to him. And then you also sort of feel kind of scummy about it at the same time. It's a really, it's a pretty clever bit of work. Like it's a really, and and luckily it's backed up by a, a, a very good performance from that kid. I think it's, it's quite good. He is. And considering the fact that he's a kid, right. Mm -hmm. But also, was acting in very uh, challenging situations to yeah. react to things, right? Just technologically, that's a difficult Technologically, shoot, so he that's did hard. a really good job, all things considered. Right. Now, apparently, one of the reasons Cameron gave as an excuse that he needed to film all three films together 
is because he didn't want that kid to grow up. He didn't want to right. have quote unquote this. We can just load the same old kid model. Right. <laughs> right. Right. We can't do that with him. But so I think it's specifically that kid that they had to make sure stayed the same age. Makes sense. And makes sense. that makes sense. But the irony is that Kiri. Here's the, here's the, here's the, here's the sucker punch angle of yes. this. Kiri, who is uh, supposed to be like a 15 year old Navi girl, also slightly an outcast because she thinks differently than other ones and she's a little bit, you know, they mm-hmm. don't, something's going on with her. And we don't get a little bit it. of human brain juice in there. She's somewhere. got a little something going, going on in her emotionally <laughs> and, and, uh, that, and some, you know, there's hints that she may have a mind power that's more powerful than other mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. But that specific kid is being played by a seventy-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah, which is sort of mind-blowing. Like, yeah. because like, because because Sigourney Weaver like- is Sigourney Weaver is basically playing her. Now, I don't the performance. Her performance, by the way, perfect. Is th- they're all good, good, but her, it's her performance stopping. <laughs> it is mind-blowing. Are you I, right? I, th- I I thought she was. I was just like, wait, is that Winona Ryder? <laughs> like is, that, yeah. is that 18 year old Winona Ryder? No, it's 70 year old, uh, Sigourney Sigourney Weaver. Weaver. And they must have done some voice stuff to her to make that. Yeah, because- yeah, yeah, I think that's true, but it's in the performance. Like that's 100% her doing it. Yeah. Her, like, her, her facial expressions were perfect. The way yeah. she act, like she had the, and she did the, like the teenage, like, uh, like eye rolling. Like she yeah. nailed eye she rolling. She kills it. It's, it's really something, man. Like, yeah. uh, like it's, it's one of these performances that, goes overlooked simply because it's so good. Like mm. it's sort of a thankless little bit where I'm just like, I, I can't, I couldn't have asked any actor to I do honestly, that. I hate to say it. I'm a no, cause I'm a doofus, but I didn't realize it was her the whole time. Exactly. Really? Dude. Exactly. No, I didn't no, realize. No, I hear a there lot of people say this. Inflections. I was like, wait mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah. Well, I thought she was very good actress. Like she, whoever that is yeah, really she's nailed really, it. Really, she's yeah, like, she feels passed. like she's right. an offspring of Sigourney Weaver. It's like, yeah. no, it actually it is, is Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> Exactly. Because I was like, like, you know, Sigourney Weaver is like, because she does uh, just uh, to uh, like Sigourney Weaver plays herself in video format and in a memory and a dream state as well to the girl as the actual physical manifestation of herself as a seven year woman. And I was like, really? She only had like a couple shots in there. I didn't realize how long. Uh, she she's, plays. She's a major part of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's she's one of the stars of the film, like wholesale, oh, 100. Yeah, and like they they played down that part of the in terms of advertising, they don't play that up at all. Yeah, it's it's really she's it's really so good. Done. Yeah, she's terrific. She's and 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 also like just a very very likable character. When that's the kind of character I normally don't like, like yeah. that's that like I've seen that kind of character written where I'm just like, oh Christ. <laughs> Like yeah, because kid. it just, it's, it, so just, so, well, I'll, I'll get to it in a second, but, but basically, like, when they all leave, they all leave together, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they, they migrate, right, to the next neighborhood. So now they're outcasts in another neighborhood. So they basically go to a different tribe of people that live on the, uh, near the ocean, right? And these are water people as opposed to forest people, right? And they're slightly, they, they are a quote unquote different race, right? Yeah, exactly. So they they're don't, they don't look same. the same, right. right? Just like black people and white people don't look the same. Right. They have different features that's, that suit yeah, their environment the better. Right. It's the same deal here, right? So here, because they're water people, they have fatter tails, allow them to swim a little better. Their skin color is closer to the water color, that kind of situation right there's yeah. so they're, they're they are they're different they they have you know caribbean accents <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i mean like he's like he's wholesale making this about 
Earth. <laughs> like it's just like he's not trying to hide. It's like this is this is about cultures of Earth. All of us, right? Together. Right. And everyone's trying to get along. But right. the, so then the, what happens is that the kids, the kids, their kids, and the new kids start to have confrontation, and that's really what the story's about. The story's about these two sets of kids all trying to figure out how to get along and how to grow and up together. Families. Yep. And yep. it's that that to me was a surprising twist on the story. Yeah. Which I loved. I love yeah, that. And it's, Make it's it about very, kids. Like, and, and it's like, and it, b- because he takes that lens, right? Yeah. Uh, it like, it makes it, uh, like it, it make, both makes it very, very inclusively minded yet can also be, um, like they are, these characters are in competition with each other or like they're fighting each other in a way that you want them to get along. Like you don't have them. There's no like political sides being projected on anybody. You're just like, I know that kids fight like this. This makes sense. And then, and then you feel it's like almost like shameless, but blue people. Yeah, yeah it's it. exactly, exactly. Like it, it makes it, it, it connects you to them in a way where you don't have a lot of judgment, you know? And, right. uh, and it's a really, it's like, I, you know, I always, I like, I, I think it's people slam on Cameron for all sorts of reasons. But the thing that I think that he is the greatest at is structure. And his his best movies are as successful as they are because he knows why things are in the movie. Like he doesn't include things uh, haphazardly, and uh, and so he refines every element to be a functioning tool of what he's saying. And many screenwriters don't bother to do this. And so, like, even though his dialogue gets many clunky, screenwriters aren't behind the camera. Yeah, exactly. Like he's he's always thinking about the final effect of the movie. And every, every aspect of it is a tool for him. The, you know, like, this is what these characters need to be in order for the story to say what I need it to say. And, uh, and that sense of structure and the how to build it and how to set up the, the setups and payoffs is there's very few people that are better at that than him. And that's why he has three of the top grossing movies in the world. Right. Yeah. So, so that's, that's another thing that obviously happened during the, you know, the, he has three of the top four grossing films of all time. Yep. Yep. Worldwide, not domesticness. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty impressive. That's very impressive. And that will allow him to continue to ask for whatever amount of money he wants yeah, to he's, make the next he's movie. Home, he's home free at this point. I think that mm-hmm. that's. I mean, honestly, if I were him, I would just finish three more Avatar films and just stop. Call it a day. <laughs> just like, Call there it, it is. Day. I, I don't know it. if he can because I think he just loves making things. But yeah. Yeah. But that was, that was uh, very, very cool. Um, yep. Anyway. So it's about the kids, which is cool. And there is, you're right. You know, he's not just, he, he makes, I think somehow he, there's something about him that, that, that made this story a little more special. Mm-hmm. Right. I agree. And, and, and what's interesting to me is that the first avatar felt slightly, I hate to say it, slightly adolescent. Oh, totally. 100%. Right? And this one is about adolescence. And, and feels so, therefore, much feels, more grown up. feels grown up, right? <laughs> yeah, like it feels like adolescence exactly. being forced to learn stories, yes. like growing up stories, right? Uh, right. And I and somehow it would just worked. This just movie has a perspective better. that the first one does not. I agree. Yeah, I agree. yeah. It just works better. Yeah, yeah. Um, there is a lot. By the way, it, like I said, the the story is simple, but it is three plus hours. So there's a huge amount of establishing montages and mm-hmm. beautiful shots that are being done mm-hmm. over and over again and big yeah, action just, scenes Yep. so that you can just sit here and absorb all that eye candy. It does not feel like a three hour movie. 
Oh yeah, no. It feels like a, a, a great three and a half hour dinner. <laughs> You're just like, good God, yes. you guys made so much stuff. Thanks. You know, it's just it's just insane. And I feel like the the um like like the uh how can I say it? Like this is the kind of this movie is saying something uh that is actually very hard to say in any other kind of media or TV or anything today. That is something that really needs to be said. Like if you, cause if you were to put this in a realistic setting and say it on like Netflix streaming, people would say it would instantly be like, oh, it's a bunch of woke bullshit, you know, or whatever it is. Like, like the, woke bullshit. You know, what like is they, going on? What has happened to us? Yeah. It's like this movie is as, is progressive and environmentally active as you could possibly ask a movie. It's incredibly critical of, uh, America's um, uh, col- uh, colonizing past with like explicit Vietnam That's what they references. Call woke now. I'm just like this they, is like, but progressive, uh, progressive, uh, pro- uh, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to get into this. But, that's, but this is this is the greatness of it. Is that <laughs> it's able? To, he's dragging you in. No, no. What I'm saying is like what's wonderful about this movie is that I haven't really heard that much of that kind of arguing nonsense about yeah. this movie. Everyone just enjoys it. Like he found a way to say this stuff in a in a way that it's very difficult for people to get political about, you know, and like, people have said, you know, they've said plenty of stuff, but nothing's caught overwhelming f- fire enough to make that the topic of discussion. When you talk about avatar, yeah. you know, like you see, he's gotten this idea across uh, that is so universal and it's hit all over the effect. It's hit in the rest of the world better than it's hit here. Uh, which I think says, cause like as much as people want to complain about, the uh how, how it's simplifying cultures and all this other stuff that you see in you really know, that was a complaint yeah you still like you see people trying to get clickbaity uh argumentative stuff happening about this movie and then the movie is actually insanely popular in every other country on earth outside of america it's only in america where we're like well can't we fight about this fucking thing <laughs> like no not really because it's a good thing to say you know let's all get together and uh and uh, and agree on that you know, and I think that's uh, it's it's really very unique, and it's ama- it's amazing that he's been able to make something that connects so well with literally every everyone on Earth so well. It's a uh, it's a rare it's a rare thing to see. Yeah, I mean, it's if you're going to complain about anything, it's just the dialogue. Just yeah, it's just <laughs> hokey dialogue, man. I, I, I just don't even <laughs> think people commented that probably that much. Like, they I don't think they did. I don't think they don't. They don't. And I think that's what exactly what Daniel's saying is like, they, they kind of like they're, this is a gold mine of opportunity to criticize, you know, left wing propaganda. Yeah. Right. But like they, they didn't, yeah. but they didn't like the, the Fox news could be saying this environmental blah, blah, blah. Like if they could rant all day on this. The technology they could, yeah. I mean, Tucker Carlson could just movies. go crazy about it, but yep, exactly. Nope. But, but Tucker Carlson has kids who are just like, if you say one fucking thing about that movie, I'm, Going to disown you. <laughs> there you go. Shuts him up. <laughs> yeah, like I think that I think that's amazing. I think that's amazing. We need more movies that work like this. It's really really shocking to me. Right. What would what did it cost per movie? Oh, I don't know. They, they, I don't think they have a. The, yeah, first I don't of know all, you can't really break it down because they shot all of them at once. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So what did they get? I don't the, know, and they, they haven't finished yet. Yeah, like I feel like they they were trying to ask they were trying to ask Linda. I was like, well, how much of this have you finished? What are you doing? And it's like I can't say anything, or I'd have to kill you. Yeah, like I'm sure that someone somewhere knows how much this is costing. But the fact is, like, it's generating so much ancillary revenue already. Like, you don't want to 
put a bad spin on that ball. Like it doesn't no. make any difference. If, if they're it, in the red right now, don't worry about it. Like the, the energy is there. We're, we're going to clean up. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes. There was only one comment that was made at something. I think Cameron said it himself is it has to finish in the top four movies of all time for it to break even, which it's done. I don't know if that, how much validity is in that comment, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. But I think that's, uh, that's the thing is I, f- I feel like this is the kind of thing where they, if they, if they want to play it, if they want to make the big time money, they got to, they got to play it straight up front and just be like, right. it's, it's working. Hooray. Even if they're looking at the fucking balance sheet going, Oh my God, how are you ever going to pay for this? <laughs> no, I just, yeah. 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 And he's always gotten grief. Titanic, a lot of executives were giving him a lot of grief. Oh, yeah. I mean, they had to split yeah, like, two but, studios. But, 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 he, but he is he is beyond Titanic at this point. Yeah. But even, can but do even whatever like Titanic, like you have to say, like for the amount of money that Titanic made, it was an extremely uh, streamlined production. Like he did everything he could to deliver that specific movie um, at, as, as under budget as possible. It's just that the budget has to be ridiculous in order to produce that movie. Yeah. I think it's also interesting to think about the fact that when he started it, you know, this was a Fox film, right? So Fox and Fox, I believe produced the first one, but when he started this, Fox was an independent. Then it got bought by Disney. Yeah. This production. I would not want to be on that ride, boy. That's can you imagine that messed up a lot of stuff that messed up a lot of stuff. So like the, I think the only thing that, that Fox didn't mess with was avatar. Mm-hmm. Although I think they kind of did. Like, there's a lot of like, there's there's some tentacles of yeah, Disney sure. going on in here, right? Yep. Yeah. Not to do the to the whole uh, well, uh, in the water thing, but I I th- I'm almost certain, almost certain that Disney was looking at you know like we need to have more franchises. Let's get Avatar because Avatar to ride at Disneyland is going to be huge. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like there's an entire another generation of people that are. Yeah, on they can build a whole new theme park based on yeah. this. Yeah, because that's absolutely. where money comes from, right? It's theme parks. It's more yeah. theme parks than it is in the movies. Yeah, movies are just movies an are, adver- they're advertisements. Yeah. They're advertisements. Exactly. Right. I mean, that, like that's why they're and, that's and, they're and looking the into ships, Star Wars and yeah. the ships and ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're you mean the cruise ships, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, they, they took such a they took such a bath with COVID. Like they want to double down on recouping everything, and they're it's amazing if you think about it. Like they're one. One point of failure is that everything they do, theme parks, ships, movie theaters, are yeah, all based on crowds it. coming together. Yeah. Right. And That's all right. of those got hit by yeah. it, right? Yeah. And they, I mean, they would have that, much, yeah, like it really it did a number on them. And yep. like, but they, they managed Streaming to weather it. was the only thing they tried to the save only, it. Exactly. That's what held it together. And mm-hmm. so I think you're right. I think they're looking at Avatar like, we need to make sure we cover the, the point spread on this thing. You know, yeah. like we really gotta, we really gotta make a good bet because they like Star Wars. They're aware that Star Wars is very wobbly, very and, wobbly now, you know, and so like they're they want to try to oversaturated wobbly. Yeah, like yeah. They, they've just not done a very good job with quality control. They're aware of that, and uh, and they're trying to tighten that ship up right now because yeah. that's a that's a big big investment for them that they need to keep on paying off. And uh, and Avatar's got to be part of that plan. You know, it's just like we need to balance our our production on this stuff. You know, but because- you know what's going to happen? Cameron is not going to sell the avatar rights the way that uh, Lucas sold no, the star no Wars rights. Way. <laughs> that's, right? that's not, that's not even his baby. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> like that is, that's like that selling is his, his own soul. ego. Right. Yeah. It's impossible. Like that's himself. 
Um, but yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's really curious. Cause like Disney, like Disney really couldn't have messed up star Wars more. Like they did everything they could to Kathleen Kennedy. It's yeah. Like the whole, it's like, it was a perfect storm of like bad faith from fans and like bad business decisions and like no strong leadership in terms of what the flavor of the thing should be. And like, it just, it just fell apart until they finally had to get John Favreau in there to be like, John, please make us the most uh, McDonald's version of this. You can, so we can get another thing back on track and they've done that, but they're still paying the price. So, like Avatar, I don't. I think they're going to be a little bit more circumspect in terms of like let Cameron do his thing. He obviously knows how to make this fucking work, and uh, he's going to deliver the people to our theme park. Yeah, like they're not going to be making Avatar babies anytime soon, right? Yeah, but yeah, it was kind of interesting. Kind of interesting uh, that that was uh, being yeah. Anyway, yeah. uh, so 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 now the story is basically that the kids are sort of growing up together. They're being mocked and teased by the the ocean kids, mm-hmm. uh, who specifically there is one there there there's twin bo- there's twin boys yes twin yep, twin boys twin, twin boys yeah, yeah. Uh, an older boy and the adopted girl yep right? right and one of the twin boys is rebellious. And constantly getting in trouble, right? And the older boy, who really, to me, I mean, it was very obvious that he wasn't going to make it because he was kind of a vessel. <laughs> sure. Of course, yeah. He has he's zero he's exactly going to die. Well, like in, in, in symbolic terms, he is the copy of of Sully. So, right? right. And this is the part of Sully that has to, that he has to lose. Right. So he, so he can grow up. Because the person who has to grow up really is it's Sully. Sully. Yeah. Right. And so like this and he is has like, to be you, he has to know how to have empathy for his son. Yes, exactly. Right. And so like that's the like like the the other son recaptures like what Sully is about in a new and appropriate right. way. And that's that's what represents his growth. And so like I, I think that's like it's like it's that kind of stuff just in terms of screenwriting that I'm just like thank Christ somebody knows how fucking characters work. Right. <laughs> Like, right. I can't, like, I can't watch. It's like, I put it up on the, on discord, maybe the worst scene I've seen in a popular film in 20 years is the dinner table scene in black widow where they have nothing to do, but just give their character backstories as monologues. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I'm not paying people to do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh god these are your character notes this is not a story my story is this <laughs> it's just like jesus christ you know it's like we talked about before with jaws like one of the great monologues of all time is quint talking about the Indi- indianapolis right the reason why that's the great monologue of all time is not because i am desperate to know quint's backstory it's because he is saying i am afraid of this shark <laughs> <laughs> that is what the scene is about. In speaking of when I, I was watching uh, Birds this morning, mm. and I noticed like there are some characters in there that reminded me of like Quint and other characters in Jaws, mm. just sure. the way they were sitting around in the diner and kind of in the I, third act of the film. I was like, God, that's just I, there's, 
fucking love the birds is a unique you know the diner before yes. the gas station catches a masterpiece and it was, scene masterpiece yeah, and it was like quint and i was like god i've yes. seen this there's scene the, old, before. the old lady there's the birding lady yeah yeah oh my god the ornithologist and i was like god is this this reminds me of jaws and i just yeah. was i was just i'm so tired from this job i just finished and i was like just absolutely spacing yeah. out i was like it this reminds me of jaws and i, I was just thinking because you mentioned quint i was going to talk i know you love that movie I can make it, I could also birds. Yeah. Like, like, I mean, so like, funny. I like all the animals, <laughs> all the animal movies. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Willard, Ben, anything you need. Like yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Like, no, like, like, crouching the, the, tiger, hidden dragon. <laughs> exactly. It's got a dragon. It doesn't have a dragon. dragon. It's got a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, uh, but yeah, no, like that, that is the kind of like the birds has the kind of screenwriting that I'm talking about where I'm just like, it's so well built. You don't even realize what it's doing to you. Right. Uh, and it's like, I, I could make, I could easily make a, an hour long video of my love for the birds. You're absolutely right. It has the same quint, quint love 100%. Yeah. Jason put Moby Rickard because he doesn't, he doesn't want to get flagged. That's using right. The term dick again. Um, <laughs> exactly. that's funny. Okay. Uh, where were we? Where were we? Uh, right, I'm going to so go get camp- a coffee refill if you guys don't mind. Yeah, yeah, you go, go ahead, ahead and get your coffee yeah. refill. I need a pep. Did you ever watch, uh, the, the comedy group Whitest Kids Alive. Oh, Whitest Kids, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's when they did, they redid the, 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 the scene from Jaws where he's giving the speech about the Indianapolis. Do you remember that one? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so fucking funny, dude. Yeah. Oh my God. The Whitest Kids, you know. <laughs> just look it up on YouTube, guys. It's just Whitest Kids will, Alive. Let's see if I can get it. I'm trying to find it. Uh, and if I need to put it in our chat, it's yeah, just hilarious. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spoil it. You just watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. There is it is. It came up right away. It came up right away. Okay, put, put it put it in the in the in the uh, in our Discord go. chat. But if you're listening to this, post that. Just look up. What, look up what, what did, you, did you know? Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> that, yeah. That's uh, that, that'll get it. Yeah, put it in Discord right now. Yep. Don't spoil it. <laughs> like it's funny. We we're spoiling all of Avatar, but I don't want to spoil this stupid skit. Doesn't doesn't <laughs> doesn't truly matter. Like Avatar, it's not like Avatar isn't predictable. It's just amazing. Yeah. Like, and which you, you know, not to go off my other favorite rant of all time, but tropes are good. You just have to do them well. Sure. <laughs> like that's the requirement of tropes is that if you do them well, you're home free. If you do them poorly, we will make fun of you terribly. Right. But this is just jam packed with tropes and they're all extraordinarily well done. Yeah. Uh, I should, uh, when, if Brady comes by again, I want him to come by. He saw cocaine bear. <laughs> oh no way! Oh my yeah, god, I'm dying. I'm dying so to see I, that. I want to get his 30 second review of Cocaine Bear at some point. I'm, I would love for Brady to come by and do a 30 second review anytime we do the show. Yeah. I think that'd be a magnificent <laughs> thing. Yeah, Here's he was, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> <laughs> he know. said it wasn't. He said it was really funny. It wasn't scary, but he said there was a trailer to some movie he saw before that that really messed him up. <laughs> oh, nice! Oh, I can't wait. This uh, is what, what he said. I was like that. Just a trailer of that one was worse, way worse than Cocaine Bear. I was well, like, this yeah. is the thing. I, I said this on Twitter. I was just like, I am so thankful for all the movies that I should not have seen because I was too so too too young to see them. Right. Because they made me love movies. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I tell you, one of them is actually Fantastic Planet for me because oh, I yeah, saw I that when I was like seven. Yeah. 
Same, same. That movie is fucking bananas. It's still like watching it again. I was like, this still freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, it's like, disturbing. <laughs> it's a disturbing like, movie. It's really disturbing. Yeah, yeah. And what's funny is I saw it. I didn't see it in theaters. Well, I'm going to wait for Eric to come by. So we'll, sure, sure. we'll get to Fantastic Plan. But we are definitely going to be talking about Fantastic yeah, Plan before that, we. That movie made a big, big impact on me. I was I like, what the hell did I just watch? Yeah. Especially like, uh, you, know, well, you still say that today, no matter yeah. how, what age you I, are. The first time I saw Fantastic Planet, I saw it like when I was saying about Lawrence Arabia, I saw it on a super shitty little television and it makes it even creepier and stranger. Yeah. Like when you're watching it, like it's crappy, fuzzy TV, like you really feel like you've tuned some pervy dream. It's yeah. incredible. It's incredible. So yes, I am, I'm, I'm all on board the Fantastic Planet train. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, right, so Eric's seen the movie, so we can keep going on some things. But the big thing is that uh, the 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 kid who's a l- l- slightly outcast from both his family and from everyone else gets uh, sent on like a snipe hunt, should we call it? Mm-hmm, right, <laughs> like that type right. of thing, right? Yep. Where they they go out hunting in areas that are too dangerous, uh, and then they abandon him there all alone, right? And so he doesn't get to be able to. Uh, and as he's abandoned there, he's attacked by basically a giant shark. Uh, and he is saved by a whale. <laughs> yes. Essentially yes. a whale. Yeah, I'm just going right. to call it a whale, even though it's not a whale. It's right? a whale. Yeah, it's a whale. It's a whale. So the, the, it turns out that there's a whole population of these whales, uh, or, or a whole, you know, a slew of these whales, and they are being hunted for their whale oil just by humans. Just, yep. I don't even whale brain oil. oil. It's brain oil, and it's just, it shows how pathetic, and I'm sorry I just took a break. I just finished a long job and exhausted. I need to pep up. No sweat. But they, these beautiful creature that's, you know, tons and tons, and they just grab something the size of like a can of tuna fish. It's just right. so yeah, exactly. pathetic. Well, like it, it just, uh, to, to but that kind of quickly. storytelling is great because it gets to the point. This it, gets like, to the po- it gets to the point, but they make it super simple. Like, it's like this whole thing. This is again what part of like the whole thing is just about this because you know what? It helps DH people. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the thing is like it's it's entirely straightforward. It's like the it's like the uh unobtainium for the first one. Now it's the new This is better than unobtainium. Unobtainium and and unobtainium is much more face slappy. You notice right. that like uh, most characters in films that deliver that kind of story about humans being how horrible you know, the these moments Suck. where Selfish. It's always an Englishman who has a cigar or something, <laughs> right? right? No, he's like, def- ah. no, he's no, he's Australian. He's definitely oh, Australian. Okay. I, the guy Jermaine Clement to do this to do this bit. But the point is, there's bit. always it's never a, an American. It's always somebody it's always this. like yeah. the Quint type. You know, it's, yeah. it's just well. It, what's I think what's really like this this entire like first of all, my favorite character in the movie is this whale. <laughs> I love oh, the whale. I, I love the whale. I and love Sigourney's when they use the whale later. Character. Like, I every love. time you showed up, I was like, I the whale's back. I was so excited. Right. Um, the, the, the little thing back sort of the whales has a, has a relationship with the, with the Navi who live on the water. They have mm-hmm. this, this like, uh, 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 bond that they have with each other and they, they migrate and they reconnect all the time and they talk to each other. The whale also has this strange thing where apparently they are apparently smarter than humans mm-hmm. or the Nanavi and this is, yes, I want to have something to say about that. Go ahead. Okay. And they had, they had a war and a lot of people were killed and they decided to never, ever, ever, ever be violent ever again. Yes. No matter right. what. And that's the premise of this whole thing. Cause that's why the whale, the whale hunting is actually fairly easy the because they never fight back. Because they're so planet. passive. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Fantastic Planet is kind of running on the same 
Oh yeah, it's very bad. Like, I, oh, there's I, a lot of yes, just yeah, trust there's me. There's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of crossover. crossover. Now, granted, yeah. we are always the a group of people who seem to make crossovers of things that have no know, business. Have no business. <laughs> but this is it. This but is this, true. But this one, I feel, is very direct. Uh, business. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So like, but the- but but this specific whale killed the shark, mm-hmm. and turns out he is an outcast of that tribe. So just like yes. the boy, he's an outcast, and the boy is an outcast. They're both outcasts, and there is this, their bond. It, it sounds hokey, but this is why the machine works. Everything is a different scaled version of the same story. Yes. Like, when you do that, it's called theme. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's good. Very good. It's very good that they are bonding on that specific aspect, right? Yes. And so it's a very special thing. So and, and everyone's like, you cannot talk to him. He is an outcast. He is very dangerous because he has killed, right? The other ones don't kill. This is, you know, someone who's taken his immense power as a whale, <laughs> And mm-hmm. used it to kill things. Yes. Yes. Right? So, uh, so that's the, the main thing. So that's the relationship that happens there. Obviously the outcast situation happens, et cetera, et cetera. Meanwhile, the sergeant is starting to form a bond with spider. Uh, but at the same time, he's also acting completely horribly in burning down villages to find Sully. Sully? No. Sully. Yeah. Sully. Yes. Sully. It is Sully. Yep. Right. So there, he's burning down villages to find him and sort of being a horrible person. But you can also tell that he's trying to bond with the kid and they are starting to form a relationship. Right. So and this, this is causing some very complex character relationships for a Cameron film. Like some of the most complex yes. stuff he's ever done is between these two characters. Yes. So the young kid is somewhat helping his father, but also rebelling against him. he doesn't them. know. He doesn't know. And then the father is starting to feel empathetic towards his son, but also being bad. So there's a, there's a, there's, and you're right. This is the first time that you've seen a character, uh, uh, that's not so black and white in each of them. It's, it's fascinating because like, I can't think of another Cameron film that has no, the depth of a dimensional. Yeah, exactly. Like Mm -hmm. this is the one where it's like, especially the, he takes the guy who's the most bad person of the first film. Like this clearly the bad guy yeah. and starts to twist it. And now the way that they do this, the way he does this is still very in your face, blunt, chunky dialogue, Cameron. A hundred percent. But the effect of it for the story is very complex. Yes. And it makes you, I mean, you're like, you have, I have complex feelings about this guy now in a way yeah. that I've never had in a Cameron film, right. which I, I have to compliment him for. It's really great. Yep. Because, and he still has that, I'm a sergeant, I'm a soldier. Yeah, still doing a shtick. Yeah. Yeah. But, and I, I love that actor anyway. He's always like, I love that shtick he does. It's super, super fun. It's very but good. This is the first time they've really took him, uh, taken him seriously as a dimensional character. And, uh, yeah. it's, which it's is really because he always plays like, like, what's the, what's the name of that actor? The guy who played the drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. He's like the new Arlie Army. Oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 Absolutely true. And he's, he's, he's terrific at it. He's great he's at it. He's very this, good at it. Yeah. But he's always kind of a caricature. And this yeah. one, suddenly the character starts to break a little bit. It gets a little bit weird. The fact that he is a Navi and his, his body is, is a Navi right. and he is still anti-Navi but he's, is a complex thing to say. But he does. A, there's a great scene where he's doing in the interrogation room with the kid and goes, and it's like, he talks about his, sounds like, I haven't seen. He's like, he's like, that's, I'm not your dad. <laughs> the man who's dead, that was your dad. I'm not your dad. I have his memories, yeah. but I'm not him. Right. Clear. Right. Yeah. And he looks, and so suddenly, like, I'm, uh, you know. But you kind of are. But, 
but you kind of are, right? <laughs> You're right. I'm not. What? What? But wait, what, wait, wait. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. It's really yeah. clever. It's very, it's very incre- clever. Like the uh, the effect is very subtle, and the thing is, the reason why it's a subtle effect is because all the complexity and depth is happening within me thinking about it. And right. he's showing these things to you visually, and it makes you feel strange. Right. Like, and so when Eric says, like, this movie worked for me visually, that's I think that's what you mean. It's like the story is told visually. That's like, right. All yeah. the, the, the complexity of the story isn't the written, like, spoken part. Yeah. It's it's the stuff that's happening in me from watching Which I'm movie. more of a fan I, of. I hate, Absolutely. I hate, I hate to use this term, but, you know, eye candy is has been used disparagingly towards movies. Like, it's all eye candy. It doesn't have a story. This has both. This is both. This 100% has both. And one wouldn't work without the other. Like, if yeah. you didn't have the eye candy, the story would be kind of shitty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you and like, as we've already it's established, it's thing. like, eh. You know, but the, but they comment, and at the same time, <laughs> if you didn't have, you know, the, 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 if you didn't have that story, it would just be, I hate, here's an example. I hate to use this, but, uh, uh, Jurassic Park, or mm-hmm. Jurassic World. Yes. Right. Oh God. Jurassic World has no PTSD. story, but a ton. Jurassic World, endless effects, beautiful, beautiful yes. visual Gorgeous. effects, Gorgeous, fantastic. But nothing to support it. And in that movie, that last movie was as oh, Dominion. Dominion was Ugh. like, I was just like, I, I was, I was like, I, I may have to bail from the watch party. I can't. It's like, so horrifyingly terrible. Right. Like it's me, and it's and everyone involved. Like even the director is a very good director. I've liked his movie. I really love. Um, yeah, uh, they're just like, throwing it in. Like make sure the ride works. Like, you just gotta give shit. us ten shots so that we can yeah. put it into yeah. the ride. Like that's, that's what just it is. Pure, yeah. pure, pure garbage. And uh, <laughs> and I was just I was shocked. I heard Ant Man three is is another uh, yeah. One. I can't even do that stuff anymore. I love Paul. Brady Ride. saw like that too. <laughs> Let's. I can't wait for the reviews. All right, let's do well, it. I'll have to. I'll call him in at some point, and he can go with those reviews. But yeah, so I, I wanted to say my piece about the whale. First of all, the whale is an action hero in this movie. It's amazing. Yes. Um, but also the this movie has a great. Uh, how can I say it? Like it's a really clever slap that I I was very appreciative of. Like. There's um like there are a, there are a few movies and a few uh this actually happened to me recently I'll put this in terms of a video game I played a really great video game that my daughter loves um called After Party and uh and it's about um uh hmm. like being like it's a bit it's a it's a it's a great it's a fun setup where you're like you're going uh you're going to hell to or you're trying to escape hell uh by eventually out drinking the devil right and it's a, so it's like, Charlie it's a, Daniels. Yeah, it's Daniels, Daniels right. And there's Make you, <laughs> right. And there's the, like, there's <clears> you, and then there's your buddy who's traveling with you the whole time. And the movie, and the, and the game sort of sets it up. So you have to make choices whether to help certain people or not, blah, blah, blah. And almost all these choices, I didn't realize the buddy is saying like, can't we just leave? Can't we just blah, 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 blah. And in the end of the game, it sort of reveals like I was picking the heroic choice the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. And in the end of the game, it goes, so you wanted to be the hero so bad that you kept your friend in hell and you're kind of a selfish fucking prick because you wanted to look so good. And I was like, Oh, Oh shit. <laughs> like I'm an asshole. And I was just like, this is amazing. This yeah. movie did this as well because as soon as like he meets the whale, right. And he is like, I'm going to start talking to the whale. Right. <laughs> That's when I was just like, Oh 
fuck. This is where the movie goes off the rails because it's like, we're going to be so in touch with the whales that I can just like, and it's just like be Star Trek 4 kind of stuff. God bless Star Trek 4. But I think that's what I was just like, fuck, great. It's going to go that far. We're going to start like, can understand the sign language with the whales. Right. And I was like, fuck you. And then it turns out that the whales are have a language are alien creatures that are smarter than us. I was like, oh, I'm the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like he turns me into the dick that the movie yeah. is trying to defeat. Yeah. It says you made this broad assumption about this creature simply because of the way that it looks. And right. you're just like, fuck this movie because of the way that it looks. Yeah. And, uh, and he turns around and he's like, no, they have a full language. They have the entire fucking history, history that like with all this stuff. And yeah. we, are the, we are the simple animals compared to this. And I was like, motherfucker <laughs> it totally got me on board i gotta say the other thing that is very successful in this because there is a whale hunting scene that is very traumatic oh it's incredible it is, incredible right? best best scene in the movie for me is the is the it's it's horrifying horrifying and yes. what he did and he did the same thing in the first avatar he used that same soundtrack mm-hmm. of the da 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 the dramatic yep. you know right. and whoever did the score of that it just works so yeah. well like by it's the time this terrific. happens and you see all this death and destruction you're like like yeah like, like i'm also yeah. going to talk like, about how great the ending is and how great the action is but like i've seen great action from cameron it's not a surprise that it's great action it's great right. action however this just as a short film is something that people should see because it is it's explicit. not short it's three and a half hours <laughs> oh, no, this, the, like the, the, the sequence with the yeah. whale and hunting the whale yeah. is is basically its own little short story yes in in within the movie it is and it, it is absolutely horrifying it is like makes no bones about it being a literal representation of something that we still do yes that is horrifying and useless and i i was just like this is and it made me it made me ill and it was fantastic and it is like, also it reflected in fantastic planet and it is also from fantastic planet that's exactly true but yeah. it's it's really it's a brilliant beautiful and very responsible thing to have done with this movie and i was I was knocked out. This one of my favorite favorite bits of the whole film. Yeah, really, really incredible, terrifying, cruel, cruel beyond belief. Cruel, cruel. You see the ultimate cruelty to it. And yeah. they also, it was interesting that they had the the quote unquote biologist on yeah. there who was like, Ugh. yeah, He's you know, just like I'm and the spiders looking at it, going, oh, this is horrible. Like yeah. everyone is just like, this is terrible. Yeah, we're murdering a person, and it's going to take twenty minutes. Here we yeah. go. Like we're just going to dissect this person. We're yeah. going to murder somebody, and it's going to take twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yes. it's it's fucking. It's that's we've got a what whole like. beautiful system that's choreographed around this, and it don't worry, no one's going to get hurt because they don't fight back. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> it's probably like yeah, exactly. They're just going to lay down and let us cut them apart. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and it's it's a it's a phenomenal se- sequence, and uh, I think it's like one of the things I'm just like this. You just show this in high schools. Like it was, no, 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 no. It'll get banned because it'll. That's yeah, fucking traumatic. It's, it's like PTSD stuff for sure. It's <laughs> unbelievable. This is bullshit. Someone's got to stand up and fight for the rights of the fucking yokels that are going to get offended. Nobody. Oh, it's Nobody? a fun movie. Uh, <laughs> it's a fun and beautiful movie with something really important to say. Okay, so uh, so basically, this is what happens. Everyone gets traumatized from the whole situation. But what ends up happening at some point is that the bad guys close in. <laughs> Bad guys close in. Bad guys close in. So they're, they're coming in. <laughs> and so they have to go find, uh, they have to go, uh, go find, oh, 
not gonna, I don't remember all the details and I, it's been several, uh, like a couple months since I've seen the movie. And so I'm just going through memory and obviously I haven't seen it recently, but basically a bunch of the kids get kidnapped and they end up on the whaling ship, not kidnapped right. or captured yep. end up on the whaling for ship. Barter. They're basically, yeah. they're they trying to get, hostage. yeah, held hostage. Just held saying. hostage. And they're the, and so the, the Navi are going after them to try to save them. Uh, and that is, you know, all kinds of, uh, all the Navis, not just, uh, Sully and, 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 uh, what's her name? Um, and, uh, it turns into a giant battle, uh, that is initiated by the whale, the, the, the rebellious whale yes. who just, who, because he's the only one who fights back. He's like, fuck you. Here we go. You, and I'm just, a whale. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a whale and I can destroy this ship. And they're like, and they're not used to that because they know like, there's no way they don't even fight back. They don't, I mean, um, this one does and yes. severely. Which causes and, the, and it's and it's, a, and it's a metaphor for what like is actually happening globally in the movie, where it's like, sort of like they like you yeah. think like as a, the evil you know corporate people, oh we got this under control, and right. then no this this is a this is a big beautiful organized life form, right. and if it actually flexed its power, you would not even be an issue anymore. Right? Yeah, that's it's it's great. It's just great. So uh, the whale destroys uh, or doesn't destroy the ship. But makes it turns it into a uh, turns it into the Titanic. Turns it into Titanic. <laughs> yeah, that was it's, it's like absolutely it, it's Titanic. It's Titanic. But it's but well shot. It it's was awesome. it was beautiful. Oh, it's, 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 it's like it's greatest hits, Cameron. It's like it's it Titanic is, plus like a Poseidon adventure version of the Titanic. It is I'm, insane, I'm in. <laughs> and I'm just thinking about it because there's the part textures. of it is live action with 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 uh, with spider. Yeah. And then the, just the choreography, just the storyboarding, this whole thing, or however the heck, How they it did is it. so, so challenging. It's in, like, just as, because like, like I said, I, I'm a, I'm, I'm an okay fan of the first Avatar. It's a pretty good movie. I don't, I don't hammer on it like other no, people this do. this is I way better. This is so, so much better. It's just almost hard more to convincing too. It, everything. And, and it, it. Uh, the ending in this movie, the last like 40 minutes of this movie are an action scene. And I was just like, I forgot how fucking good he is at this. Yeah. Like it's, he's carrying like six different threads. Everything is ultra high action. It's so big and well-designed and well-integrated Then you can follow all of it. It's all breathtaking. And, uh, and it's all, and the fact that it's all fake, that's all, all artificial. I just it's can't even all. all that. That's a thing yeah, that's sure. even more amazing. I mean, honestly speaking, it's, 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 it's a little bit how I think about, remember, um, and Fury Road, right? And they, they were talking, it's like, this, there's, you know, it's all practical and it's clearly no, not it's, all practical, no, right? No. Like it's, it's clearly it's, not practical. And what I think was so good about Fury Road is that it's clearly not practical and the CG and the practical are blended so are well together yes. that that, that makes the no, CG the and the practical yeah. so incredible. Like it's because they can make that work. And that's right. the same thing, the same way I feel about the original Jurassic Park, right? Mm-hmm. Like Jurassic Park is like no one had ever done anything like that. And the fact that you can't tell which shot is a practical dinosaur and which one right. is not, yep. or you can, if you really look closely, uh, uh, yeah. This I mean, good, an inver- just the, an like inversion. The- Jason said exactly an inversion of the first Jurassic Park effect, and it's exactly right. It's so so well. It's seamless. executed because the thing that, like, no matter what you're doing, like, you don't want to knock the audience out of their heart and into their head, right? Like, uh, once 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 you're aware 
of the of the tech and all you're thinking about is the tech then you're right. no longer caring about what's happening and the movie's going to get boring really quickly. Right. You know, you can be like, you can be understand that something is CG, but if you're in the movie, you're not right. going to care. Yeah. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's then keeping that fluid is, is we, extremely we, we were, thing to do. I, I just remember there is another, there's a the young girl, there's a younger girl who is the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. She's right, supposed yes. to be like, the like, eight, like eight or something like yeah. that, or like equivalent to eight or something like that. And I thought it was really funny that they called it out in the movie because they keep getting away and keep getting caught again. And they hang a lantern on this one. Yeah, it's pretty and good. And they did She's a like, really good job because like it's like, like again. <laughs> and the girl's like, I can't believe I'm caught again. <laughs> exactly. And she says that line and yeah. she says it really well to the yeah. point where like, okay, I'll, because yeah, I'm like, yeah. really? Are you going to keep catching these kids over and over and over yeah. again? As, like lo- the- as long as they're aware of it, I'll give them one more pass. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. I mean, I mean, I'm enjoying myself. I'm like, as long as the screenwriter doesn't think they're getting away with something, right. then I'm going to keep on the ride. It's but it good. helps move everything along because the, mm-hmm. the, the what's going on, just to give people a think, this, this ship is slowly, slowly sinking. So the topography is changing constantly. Yes. Right. What used to be up is down. What's down is up. Everything now. What's underwater is dry. What's like everything is upside down in this yep. thing, yep. and it's very, very hard and complicated to keep track of what's going on. But you do follow along. You're like there, like yeah. You totally understand the the physics of what's happening makes sense. The map right. of what is happening is coherent, uh, and you and you understand how people are connected to one another, even though they're in totally separate parts of right. that action. No, right. Yeah. And it's then there's like, done. the the other thing that's also really cool about it is that uh the kids because they've been hanging out with the other adolescent kids um have learned to hold their breath underwater Mm -hmm. for longer right and so the adults don't know how to do that right and that becomes a a a, both both a point of tension yes and a thematic underscoring Right, like that. The the this generation has adapted in ways that the old shitheads have not. Right, you know, like that's a thing you're saying. That's a thing that is being said by the movie, and it's reinforcing it with physical action and intention. Right, like that's how to like that's how to make a fucking movie. Right, <laughs> like that's like have everything underscores your theme. That's the that's the idea. I I just remembered another, the other line that really bothered me of like you know overstating the obvious or something that doesn't sound right at all is when they go into the lab to visit, uh, to visit and, and spider says, you know, what sucks the fact that you can breathe my air for like minutes without suffering. And I can only last 10 seconds is like, I think they know that. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they're aware. I'm, I'm sure they're aware. <laughs> I think everybody in like, this room knows this. Yes. <laughs> yes. But they could have found another way to make yeah, that explanation 100%. as opposed to that 100%. hokey line. That's clearly like, yeah, it's, it's really, it, that's band-aid dialogue right there. You yeah. just like you type it and you go like, we'll fix that later. And then they just don't. <laughs> yeah. That's like, yeah, fine. Whatever. And in the truth, it is fun. It's just like, yeah, I'd love it if they would polish that kind of shit out there. That's fine. But like the movie, the rest of the movie is working great. So it doesn't really make any difference. But yeah, yeah it's like, it's that kind of stuff where you're just like, well, it's like, <laughs> like, uh, one of, one of the worst movies in the nineties is, um, Tommy Lee Jones and Anne Hish in Volcano. Uh, and, uh, what and, are you talking about? <laughs> like, and you I don't was, like the guy walking in the in the in the uh, on the lava as he's oh, trying to save hilarious. the kid. <laughs> it's hysterical. Uh, like, because there's <laughs> volcano and then there was Dante's Peak, and I didn't go to see Dante's Peak because yes, I thought that would be the dumb one. Th- this is the time. This is the <laughs> this is the, this is the thing where uh, 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 
when they made uh, uh, Deep Impact and Armageddon yeah, at the same, at the same time. time. And all of a yeah. there were all these like someone was leaking a lot from what to, from studio to studio, and like Dante's Peak is also an incredibly stupid movie, but it's at least a kind of fun, incredibly stupid movie. Whereas Volcano is just just Which not is the one the, with Dalton. Dal- yeah, no, Who no, was no, the no, it's a it's a Dante's Peak has uh, James Bond Goldeneye. What's his name? Not Bronson. Dalton. Bron- yeah, yeah, Pierce Brosnan. And uh, but in Volcano at the end, uh, you know, it's the volcano in Los Angeles and like oh, everything's burnt down and you see people coming up out of the hole and they're all covered with ash. And so everyone's just covered with ash. And like this dubbed in kid, like the kid's like pointing and you hear this kid dubbed in going, all of the people look the same. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that line. It's like... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like the only way to make that better is if someone slaps him really hard and goes, never say that again. <laughs> we all understood the metaphor, kid. Believe me. <laughs> yeah. Boy, boy, no lantern. You can hang on that one. But yeah, so like there's, there's some clunkers in this movie. Can't say that it's flawless, but the, uh, nope. but the overall effect is, is phenomenal. The Long Good Friday's Pierce Brosnan. The Long Good Friday. Yeah. The Long Good Friday's Pierce Brosnan. The young Pierce Brosnan is the assassin in Long Good Friday. That's absolutely true. Oh, yeah. right. And he's fucking great, too. Man, that movie is good. Boy, that movie is good. I was, I was thinking about that just the other day. We did a whole podcast on it. We did a podcast on it. And yeah. uh, for anybody who hasn't seen uh, that movie, first of all, see that movie. Second of all, listen to our podcast. And third of all, know that it has my one of my all-time favorite final lines with Where's Victoria? Oh, right. See, yeah, we'll see the movie and you'll see why that's an important one. Queen Victoria. Victoria. Yes. We've talked about it all the whole time. Oh, blah, blah, so blah, 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 Where's blah, Victoria? Blah. Incredible go back, film. To, go back to the Long Goodbye. Long uh, Good Friday. Long Bob Good Hoskins. Friday. Not the Long Goodbye. That's a different film. That's another incredible film. Another one of my favorites. But yeah, like that, it also has uh, the most seamless, best guy gets in the car and an explodes shot I have ever seen. So, there's lots of reasons. Guy to gets in car, explode shot. <laughs> yeah, like, well, this like sounds in, like an awards dinner. Best guy gets in car, like, exactly. explode shot. Like the, the Razzie Award winner for that and is the when winner uh, is... gets in the car in the beginning of casino and turns into a department store mannequin and then the car explodes. <laughs> I know. Always, yes, and not the best way to start your film. That's I know. A, I it was a slightly shaky footing right there. Luckily, mm-hmm. I had a Saul Bass opener to keep me romantic. I felt good. But uh, we, need some, uh, we need some uh, AI to fix that shot. No, oh, I swear to God. I mean, now I wouldn't change it because it's it's fucking amazing. I, every yeah. time I see it, and just like he gets in, he's like, "Well, I guess I'm gonna get in my car." Just <laughs> 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 like that's incredible, dude. But yeah, in uh, Long Good Friday, like it is literally seamless. Like guy goes to do, and the car goes go boom, and the thing. I'm just like, I don't know how they did that. That's editing the best, <laughs> best, best, best. Good editing. In any case, so the ending of Avatar two. Ending of, uh, yes. So this whole scenario happens. Uh, one, the older boy, who is mm-hmm. slightly vapid, uh, but also like clearly the rule follower and the one that, uh, tries to get the other ones out of trouble dies. Yep. <laughs> yep. Dies in process. Everyone's very traumatized by this whole situation, by his death. But at, while that's happening, Spider also Spider helps that situation, but he also saves his own father. Yes, yeah, right. And and this like the effect of the sun dying, which is one of, one of the best things in the movie, is that uh, 
it turns uh, Natiri into the Terminator. And when right. she uh, vengefully... She goes, she, yeah, she goes vengeful. Along. When she goes full vengeance on that ship, that is one of the most exciting things I've seen in many years. Like, right. vengeance it's on that so ship. much fun to see her kill so many people with a bow and arrow. It's outlandish. Absolutely terrific. Yeah, well, we knew she had it in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like, you know, she does some cool shit in the first one, but this is just outstanding. Like when she, like she, st- she has a, the bow knocked, someone uh-huh. attacks her, she stuffs the arrow through somebody and then fires it through their body into another person. <laughs> that was like, the, one of the best parts of the film, honestly. Oh, she's so so an expert at taking out those helicopter things too. Oh yeah, absolutely. God, she's like, if you're going to, if I was playing the video game, I want to play her. I don't give a fuck about Jake Sully. Yeah. <laughs> Screw that dude. Play, play in the Like, she's, Is there a video game out for this? There is no. a video game coming out for this that actually looks quite good. Yeah, but, it's interesting. Actually, let's bring this up because this was Landau brought this up as well. He was, they were talking about the VR experience of Avatar and he goes, he goes, this, there's a difference. Well, all right. This is what it was. Someone was taking, you know, talking about the cinematic experience of Avatar. Right. And then someone said, well, you know, how do you compare that to like, uh, VR experience? Mm-hmm. Right. And VR, he said, is, you know, well, VR is about you experiencing it as opposed to it portray- like put onto you. Like, so you need yeah. to have the third person narrative that's being told to you for the cinematic experience. Yeah. And it was very be, it passive. Yeah. yeah. It's and, passive and even though it's very immersive, they're both mm-hmm. immersive, but there's a different kind of immersion that happens in these 100%. things. Right. Yeah. And I got to say, like, especially when you do the, the the IMAX experience right where the screen is so huge and everything else I think it, you, especially those underwater shots are like I felt like I was there you know yeah one hundred percent the thing is like it's because I yeah like I except when that stuff idiot also. stood up in the front and it completely broke the three D and it's just like what the God. hell is going you go on to jail idiot <laughs> there should be jail yeah. time but yeah like the 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 difference between these because I think about that I thought about that as well I'm just like. This is what they're learning on this is going to be very useful for VR, but it is a totally different kind of immersion, like you're saying. Yeah. And right. like the, because like the reason why like movies are, uh, even beyond, even not in 3D, movies are the most immersive experience that we've come up with because they're emotionally immersive. And the reason why they can be is because they take all control away from you completely. Sure. And and because you have no control, you project your identity into the movie itself. Like you become the movie, and uh, it's sort of like if you know, like uh, when people have demon hand syndrome, you know, when uh, and they cut the corpus callosum. You've heard of this, like, yes. Uh, yeah. So like, if someone is, they used to like, do that in Central Park. It's really, it's really, it's really insane because like if You'd someone line is, up it, and they would do it for you. Yeah, like what it's was the, this? Jesus. So, like, if you have if you have severe schizophrenia, uh, one of the treatments they used to do anyway. I don't know if they still do it. It's is, the corpus callosum. Yeah. So the two halves of the brain are connected by the corpus callosum, and so right. like they they cut that in half and isolate one half of the brain, and then the other half of the brain takes control. They of the didn't entire do that system. in Central Park, but there was a process where they took out a cut a little bit of your almost a lobotomy. It's it's a, like a very they extreme did lobotomy. That, yeah. They, they there was a guy that used to do that in the twenties. Yeah. And he would stick something in through your eye and yeah, cut that's the, a, yeah, that's the and cut a little bit of 
you're inside, and people would line up and get in these massage chairs in Central Park, and he would just clip. But that's what they did. That's what Joe Kennedy Sr. did to Rosemary, the daughter, without telling the family. It makes you quite passive. Yeah. And had her uh, corpus yeah. callosum uh, yeah. split. And so like the, cause the effect of this, you know, they isolate one chamber of the brain. And the thing is that that part of the brain, the other half of the brain that isn't in control is still an identity. It's still yeah. itself. Right. And so it tries its best to take control, take bodily control back. And so there's an, there's this thing called demon hand syndrome, where it's like, this has been done. And you think you're fine, but your hand starts like unbuttoning your shirt or like trying to slap your face. And that's because there's another copy of you inside your head that is trying to regain control. It's horrifying, but that's basically what's happening. And what happens like over one time, half has a podcast and the other half doesn't it has it's to like fucking a listen to Dan Thrawn uh, talk. I'm trying oh to write God, my blog. You Will you shut up? <laughs> and so like the effect of that and the re- and like it passes, it stops after a few weeks is because the the side that is the demon hand eventually just says it goes like I must be having some form of hallucination and it just sort of relaxes into the experience of the other half until it finally merges uh itself with the intention of the other half that's what happens to you in a movie like you are relaxing control of your of but your body and mind so thoroughly like that you project astonishing that way because no, it's, it's incredible when i had my eye surgery and they put a plastic lens in mm-hmm. for like um like a month and a half, two months or something like that. It was like it, it was like a, a, a like a what's his name a movie where the lens flare is like it was just lens flare it's like J.J. Abrams in your head. It was an Abrams lens flare and it was beautiful, <laughs> right. but everywhere I walked, I was went yeah. over this eye because it was plastic. Mm-hmm. And my doctor, my surgeon in Beverly Hills, was like. Yeah, but the brain is going to cancel it out. You'll always have it, but mm-hmm. the brain will take it out in real time. Yep. And you I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, the brain it. just learns to, oh, that's not normal. And it subtracts it. So I actually it, still it. have it, but it's being subtracted in real time. It's but so you don't see it wild. anymore. You don't I don't see it. See it. That's but so that's, wild. But it was so prominent. It's literally like, like it was annoying. <laughs> and then it. it was like two months of that thing. And then finally it just slowly just was gone. What if, what if we do that normally? Like with ghosts, like there's ghosts all around us <laughs> that we just canceled them out. I think I did that with Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that's actually I'm not, sure. not a bad thought, Chris. Cause <laughs> I actually, be- I believe I've seen ghosts before. I believe that's probably something that, that we that's were entirely out. plausible. That's entirely plausible. Like that, I did that like, for you, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Like there, there may be entire things you don't that are happening in, ghosts, in the world that we just I don't seen pay ghosts attention to. I, I don't see them, so uh, they're not real. That's because your brain's <laughs> writing it out, Chris. It's your writing, writing it out. It out. That's, yeah. never, that's true. You never know. You never do know. But in any case, yes. So she kills everybody, which is wonderful. Then she, um, in order to uh, get her kid back, she takes Spider hostage and holds a knife to Spider's neck. This is Natiri. Right. Uh, and says, I will kill your kid, bad guy, if you don't let mine go. Right. Now, this is a boy that she had been protecting as part raising. of their family <laughs> and raising. And she's just like, and after you've seen, after you've seen her react to her son's death and then murder like 25 people and how Cameron's nicely set up that she's like, she's a little distant from this murder kid. Murder spree. The best like, character in the film was her. Oh, it's, it's incredible. She has a knife to this kid's uh, neck and I was like, if she kills him, I buy it. 
<laughs> like I was just like, this is not a bluff. I would, I would believe that she would do this right here. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, but awesome. it's interesting. It's interesting because the bad guy, Trez is like, I don't give a care, but it's not my son. Right. Right. But then he does or, care. He does yeah, care. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And so this is the complexity I was talking about. Of course, like, like yeah. with him, it reveals that he does care. And with her, it makes me think that she doesn't. Right. And I'm just like, this is, this is the kind of stuff that, like, you know, you know how much I love Titanic. That does not happen in Titanic. No. Billy Zane's motivations are very clear in Titanic. And yep. that's to shoot Leonardo DiCaprio for some reason. Right. <laughs> no complexity at all. Now we should talk a, bit, a little bit about uh, Kiri and her backstory and, and what she's complicated. Obviously we we already told you that she's part of Sigourney Weaver, right? <laughs> so she is an offspring of her, but really think she is a reincarnation. <laughs> yeah. She is like what well, it's, it's a fascinating idea that it's Sigourney Weaver gives birth to herself. Right. Like she is an absolutely unique event uh and so like there's a there's a there's a very faint but they don't say that specifically they're like i don't know who yeah, it's, it's no, what's implied it's, it's what's right. implied right? and i love that character it was real and it was yeah. just fascinated She's, by the world and yeah. right so to, completely terrific and there's a there's a, a just a little bit of a hint of space jesus to that, that there is some space everything jesus for sure work Yes. Like her connection to the plants and the creatures and everything. Like she is the, right. she's the unique being. And like, I just saw a great video on this. So I'm going to quote it. Like it's the, like there is the, um, uh, there's the, the, the thesis, right. Um, uh, which is, uh, you know, bad guys showing up on, uh, we must defeat the bad guys. Right. There's, sure. there is the, uh, the, uh, the antithesis, which is, uh, we must, uh, we must learn to live, uh, with the earth and forget about the humans, the sky people. And she is the synthesis, right? right. Which is, we must become one, right? And so she is the final art. She is, he is setting up the final argument, you know, uh, which is like, we can't simply pretend like these people don't exist. And we can't pretend that these people don't exist. We have to be one person. And well, that's that's what she is. Right. So but the way that they portray that is basically she has she she knows she's something different about her. The, like just like the other kid, he knows he's like a teenage rebellious thing that I'm different from his family. She knows it's something different about her. She doesn't quite know why. But right. as we've established in the first film, they commune with the nature through the trees and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But when she communes with nature, it is an intense experience that almost kills her. Yes. Right. right? Completely overwhelming. Like Completely electrically overwhelming. overwhelming almost but she says she can feel everything around her all the time. And she's right. com- completely in awe of nature and everything that's happening. Um, so that's kind of like the big thing for her. Um, so, um, so that's basically, you know, the important part of her character and what she does. Um, then the other thing is uh, when she, uh, she also figures out a bunch of things about it, and she's very, she's very, very calm. Like after when when things get the way they do, she becomes like this calm nature, as opposed to everyone else who's unbelievably emotional, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Which is I the irony of it because she is the most emotional of all of them, right? And but she but her emotions are not driven by anger; they're driven by different right. things. And so she uses her emotional thing to uh, her emotional side and her and the way that she communes with nature 
to basically save her adopted mother and yes. and right. uh, step daughter, step yep. step uh, sister, right? Step sister right. yep. or whatever it is. And um, and and he like they they gently set this up visually so well that uh like in the end when she is like she's taking control of the you know like the when the glowing uh you know things, right. fish and all this kind of stuff. Like yep. if that had just happened out of the blue, you'd have been like, "This is some Gandalf bullshit," you know. <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah, no, you no, know? no. They established it fairly, they, fairly well. They, they 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 lead up to it so gently and, and it was beautifully. Subtle. It was now yeah. like we mentioned it in pays. certain certain parts of, you know, like go back to it. Like the dialogue can be a little hokey and not so subtle, right? But this one was perfect because, again, it's the story, not the dialogue, where they basically. You know that she can start to have control over nature in very subtle ways. Yes. It even surprises her. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it's, then she's like, wait a minute, I can use this. And she basically, uh, the the thing is, they're trapped uh, They're trapped inside of one of the, uh, a room inside of the ship that's slowly flooding. And she creates a, a, a pathway through these glowing fish that basically gives them the breadcrumbs to get out. And, mm-hmm. uh, and it's quite, quite beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's like, it's, it's gorgeous. It's emotional. It's set up properly so that you don't get caught off guard by it. It's like, you know, like this is what spending 13 years building this fucking shit work. That Was does. it really that long? Yeah. I and mean, it's been a while. It's like 2009 since Avatar. So it's amazing that like, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, this is the culmination of that. It, he spent his time last. Well, it's, 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 it's past the statute of limitation, but I do remember in 2013. Maybe mm-hmm. thirteen. That's when I was visiting uh, uh, Ben Proctor and David Levy, and they were working on concept art for this movie. Insane. <laughs> they had, they, and there was several. Uh, so Dylan Cole, and uh, there was probably like six of them. And I went to Lightstorm to visit them. I did. They didn't show me anything, by the way. They didn't show me any of sure. the stuff. This was mainly about like they they had. They were trying to build a pipeline around this, and I was helping those them do that. But, uh, but yeah, they were, they were, uh, it was quite, quite, um, that's how long ago it's been. Yeah. It's really, it's really wild, dude. I mean, like, uh, since, like, since, uh, Avatar came out, David Fincher has made one, two, three, four, (laughs) five movies and three series, (laughs) three multiple season series. Yeah, okay, like, how many <laughs> movies has how many uh, has uh, Chris Nolan made? Chris, uh, yeah, Chris Nolan. Because those are also big, you know. Yeah, something yeah, same scale. Chris, same Chris scale. Nolan. Chris Nolan. Uh, oh, sorry, I have to write Christopher Nolan because Chris Nolan is somebody else. Christopher. Um. All right. So since two thousand. Okay, so he did Inception, Dark Knight Rises, Interstellar, Dunkirk, Tenet. And he's uh, finishing Oppenheimer. <laughs> I want to see Oppenheimer. That oh, looks, looks great. Yeah, you know, they really, they really exploded an atomic bomb for that. I would it's real. It's all real. It's all real. I would believe it. I hate it when they say things like that. <laughs> it's so dumb. Like, I, I, I have, uh, I obviously what? love Nolan. So that's the way it oh, goes. They, they, they're claiming that the explosion in, is real. No, I'm, I'm sure that, that, it, that they've done some pretty crazy stuff, but I can't, they can't actually say that they've detonated anything nuclear because there are literal treaties that keep you from doing that. Doing that. Yeah. <laughs> so that is not whatever they're saying. That is not the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Thanks, they, like, 
They, they, but he loves that. And it's like, there's no CG. I mean, like, he's, real. yeah, I mean, like, he, like he, first of all, he should take Just, credit for some of the CG because like in interstellar, they built the black hole program that creates that, the visuals for that black hole. Obviously it's CG and it's built off of the actual math that Kip Thorne uh, built to study black holes. And it accurately predicted what a black hole looked like when they rendered it. Like, that's pretty great. So let's applaud CG. That was the first glimpse of what that would look like. And it turned out to be correct. No, they went to a black hole. They went to a black hole. They went to a black hole. (laughs) They, However, I would be happy if they built one of those robots and I'd buy one. Yeah. Hey, that's the way it works. Yeah. Yeah, However, now to be fair, I have only been a Chris Nolan superfan since. So I have actually gone from being kind of cool on Christopher Nolan to becoming a Christopher Nolan superfan since Avatar 1. That's how long it's been. <laughs> right. It wasn't until 20, it wasn't until Interstellar. Did, he, did that Cameron I started, do like, anything? Did he do any kind of like documentaries about, he went underwater a couple of times. Yeah, he, he did documentaries do documentaries about yeah. Titanic going down. Let's see. Let's see. He, he did re-releases yeah. of Titanic, like two or three of them. Uh, James? No, no. I think he did a, I saw a thing where he went down into. The Mariana the, Trench. Yes. Yes. Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay, so yeah, he, uh, since 2009, okay, so 2009, uh, he co-directed Cirque du Soleil Toruk First Flight. Okay. Uh, what? That's strange. And that's to- it. <laughs> that is literally it. That's the last credit. And then it says 2016, Cirque du Soleil, 2022, Avatar The Way of Water, 2024, Avatar 3, 2026, Avatar 4, 2028, Avatar 5. Okay, I am going to, uh, uh, I need to use the restroom. I'm going to take a, a quick, uh, I'm going to take a break. Bio break. <laughs> Bio break. Uh, you guys keep talking. All right. Sounds good. Oh, brother. Yep. 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 Yeah. It's, it's, it's fun. I cause actually it's been a little bit since I've seen avatar two. It's exciting to have this all come back into my brain. I really, really love that movie. I'm, um, I loved it. I didn't think I would love it. Yeah, it's uh, well. I'm actually I'm very impressed because both you and Chris, uh, like I freely love Titanic. Obviously, you and Chris do not, and I think that the fact that uh, that uh, you liked Avatar two validates everything that you've said about Titanic. I don't agree with it, but it's it's not. Uh, other people might like people. Anyone who would accuse you of being uh, anti uh, Cameron just for the sake of it can go. You know, take. Take, can go hang because like you're actually no, like the movie I'm not saying that like for the, the sake of it because I don't like it, it it's um it's it, I don't know I, I just find it's like technical show off shit you know right. like I got my there's no movie there, I know how to no fly movie, yeah. it's like right. I don't care yeah it's right. like there's stuff about it that just doesn't work for me right but then he made a great film uh it's a masterpiece yep that's just the way it is but I th- I I'm I, that that makes me uh proud of Martini Giant that we uh that we uh stick by whether the movie is good rather than like may, i think that many no, people No, I'm definitely I I know you've known me long enough. I'm not a bandwagon. Oh, I'm yeah, I know this, but I'm just saying for people that, that listen I, to the show. I I just have my opinions and sure. they could be right or they could be wrong, but most of the time they're really right and <laughs> insightful and that's just this is very true. I just I also have a di- distinct taste. And well, there's well, some of it doesn't hit the mark for me with his work. Absolutely. I think that I, that is, that's the only thing that I ever require from any, uh, any talk about movies ever is that you are liking or disliking it because of what it is, 
not because of I, you know, whatever I want to be cool. Cause I don't like James Cameron, which a lot of people actually act like that. And I think that's foolish. Yeah. Like, and I think that for anyone who doesn't know you or doesn't know you guys, you know, would hear this and be like, Oh, they don't like Titanic. They're just being blah, blah, blah. Like, no, it's like, you're judging the movie as the movie. And if no, you don't like the movie, yeah, don't like yeah. the movie. That's the way it is. And uh, I was just saying, Eric, I think that this validates, um, uh, what you guys have said, uh, about Titanic. Like you're not, you don't, you don't dislike Titanic because you dislike Cameron. You dislike Titanic because Titanic doesn't work for you. And that's a yeah. much different thing to say. It's true. Now we're going to switch over to Fantastic Planet and I've changed our backgrounds to be Fantastic Planet. Uh, look at this. I love it. Let's see. Look at this. I, I'll move it out of the way just to see the whole, look at that. Yeah. Oh, it is. Beautiful. I have other backgrounds that are, it's hard to say. It's hard to say, but. Uh, I will, uh, I'm going to actually, I was going to text Brady to see if he can come over here and give well, us. Well, I want to ask one quick sum up for, uh, for us on uh, Avatar 2 yep. is that this is up for best picture. Yes. Uh, Top Gun is up. Uh, there's a bunch of, uh, other good movies that are up. Um, yep. do, like if this were to win, do you feel that is a valid choice? If it won. Okay. What are the choices? Uh, let's see. Um, Banshees of uh, uh, uh Women Talking, which I have not seen, um, Top Gun, uh-huh. Avatar 2, uh-huh. um, let's see, uh, oh, uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, um, yeah. let's see for a second, I'll look it up to be sure. Everything Everywhere? Everything Everywhere. Uh, and now I'm not asking if it's your favorite, because maybe it's Everything Everywhere, but if you, it would, is it a valid win? And I wonder whether people think that would be a valid win. If in chat, would you think that that would be a, a, uh, a, a well, Casey says he wants to hate the new Top Gun, but everyone says he'd love it. Yeah. I think Casey, I gotta tell you, I gotta yeah, tell you, and we're cynical people. You know that. Go see it, Casey. It's amazing. It's wonderful. I like that movie. Yep. Yeah. That is a terrific And I wanted terrific to, film. I wanted to, I did, I wanted to not like Avatar, but I still do. But it's here we are. That's all yeah. it is. Okay. And the other one, but the, uh, okay, now, I, gotta, I think uh, if Avatar won, would it be, you know, what would I mean, make it's, me happy? It's, legi- it, it's, a, it's legit enough to win. It's legit like, enough to win. Right. I so think maybe it, enough oh, Avatar, yeah. between Avatar and Top Gun, I would say Avatar probably would be the bigger win. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But I think the Academy is going to lean towards something like All Quiet on the Western Front or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So it's uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Banshees, Elvis, which I forgot about, uh, mm-hmm. Everything Everywhere, The Fablemans, Spielberg's movie, mm-hmm. Tar. Top Gun, Triangle of Sadness, and Woman Talking. God, they have too many films for Top Story. That's a, that's a lot. I mean, like now I have there's a, I have not seen a lot of these movies. Have so, you seen like, Fableman? I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I'm dying to see Fableman. I'm it's actually. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm Same. sure. I'm sure. Okay, but let's just. But they used to be. I I am a little bit nostalgic. I hate to say it for <laughs> the time during when the Oscars used to be like the what was best film and what was the popular film would tend to be. Could could live in the same world. Live in the same world, yes. Right? Yes. Like Tootsie was one of the examples we right. have, and so right, like right? Uh, like so like Unforgiven, Silence of the Lambs. Those the things Silence where people just lambs, go, like, yeah, uh, Rain Man. You know, yeah, those, these, the, are, these are actual yeah. good movies that that uh, right? from that crop deserve. To so win. I'm a little bit nostalgic for that time because it should be the same. But someone had mentioned to me, I forgot it was either the VES Awards or uh, I don't know. I've been on a whirlwind of things. But they said, I would like to nominate a new category in the Oscars that specifically celebrates spectacle films. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know? And it's like, I don't think that's, 
I don't know. It's because it's just all good. Of, I don't know. There's, there's something. Here's what I was excited about this year is the movies that the, the spectacle films that got the most attention were not Marvel's yeah, or Star Wars. And there were really good fucking movies. And there were good movies, right? Yeah. Like that's, so the fact that's that, the that this year Top Gun and Avatar came out, I think that's something worth celebrating. And yeah. I'm excited. I, and if the Academy gives them something there. Yeah, because be, I, I think that uh, like I don't I don't think that either Top Gun or Avatar are going to win. However, like of this they of could, this list. They could. I don't know. Here's my here's here's my here's my here's why I'm giving it a like a like a twenty percent chance that they're gonna win. Mm-hmm. I think what Top Gun, Top Gun or Avatar. I think Top Gun's going to win. Well, that'd be interesting. Like I, I, and I think and the I'll, reason I'll be honest, is, I think these are both absolutely valid. And movies I think, to win. here's, I think here's why I think movies. you're right that at the Top Gun may win, Eric, is that Spielberg went to Tom Cruise and said, "Thanks for That's saving right. Hollywood." Safe. They're going to look at it. I think <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're going to say we should celebrate movies like this more often. Yeah, because like thing is like I, I, I only want like. Like what I, what I hate is movies that are important, but not well-made. Like that's a dry, when movies like that, when, where I'm just like, this is a bad movie, but we all have to say it's great because we all agree with it is one of the worst experiences that I can sit through. Give me an example. Well, there's lots of movies like this. It's just sort of like Oscar bait, you know, <laughs> Oscar bait movies. And the thing is Gator? the reason why, a second Gator. Okay. Well, so, well, like I would say, well, Yes, yes, Gator, but I love Gator in a special way, in a special Burt Reynolds way. <laughs> but like the, uh, that, Hot you know, club. There, there, there are movies like this all over the place. And the thing is like, the reason why I, the reason why I can't stand them is because nobody who doesn't agree with you likes them. And so the only people that are watching them are the people that also agree they're bad, but they just want to all agree together. And I think that that's a real pain in the ass. Like make movies. If you're gonna make something that means something, then make it well. Really it's well so you convince people. With it's it. also it's also here's the thing, and I hate to to, to sort of throw the political thing back because we got to get to to the other movie. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. But uh, uh, the political thing, but this is one of the reasons why the right hates Hollywood is because the left keeps making these movies, that garbage are, movies that we well, congratulate ourselves well, for. Yes, because yeah. it makes you feel better, better for yourself. And then we keep lecturing everyone about it during the Oscars. Yes. And of course it's going to piss off the right. Yeah. And it right? makes everyone now, feel if, like if, this. If, if, I, by the way, I've done nothing wrong. I'm, as you know, I'm, I'm a fairly left-leaning person myself. But at the same time, it's not helping. It's not helping right. the hatred and the division, right? right. And you, so, if, you, if you want to help, make everything everywhere all at once. Yes. Like, yeah. that's a fucking brilliant movie with a super progressive message. And it's like, you can't, it's almost impossible to not be won over by the movie. It doesn't matter what your politics are going in. Like, the movie's going to win because the movie's really fucking good. Like, that's it. Like, that's what, that is your responsibility as a filmmaker is to make a great movie. You have an opinion, you have a thing you want to say, say it with all of your heart, and I'm behind you. Right? Yep. And I think that that's true for everything everywhere. I think it's true uh, for Avatar, which is a very like globally political movie um, and says it incredibly well. And in a weird way, I think that Top Gun is like an it's an apolitical movie in terms of actual world politics. But it's really saying something about um, uh, 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 a, a vision of um, this whole business 
and what mm. we are, what movies are about. Uh, and it's sort of a unifying idea that we're all getting back on the same page about. Uh, and it's a, vi- it's a vision of that that I really support. So all those movies I think are like, it's the fact that they're extraordinarily well-made that makes me feel like if these win, I'm all for it. Right. Meanwhile, and I'm, I, I know people who have worked on this and it's a very, it's a very good movie. All quiet on the Western front is going, has a really good chance of winning. I love that film. And it's, it is a very, very good movie. It it's is so lit like that. James Bo- Deacon's James Bond film. Yes. Yeah. Like it, it like all quiet is a, it's a very, very good solid movie. German film, isn't it? German yes. film. And, uh, there is like, it is a, it's very, very well made. It has a good chance of winning, um, uh, because it is, uh, people connected to, um, uh, uh, the war with Russia. And so there's sort of political backing for it. I don't think it's a visionary movie. In no, the it's way- not. It looks like that. You know what it looks like? 1917. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. Deacons is 1917. Yes. It's kind it, of like, mustardy yeah. haze. Right. It's beautiful, but it's 1917. It's 1917. Yeah. Right. And I then, love so like, 1917. And that's 1917 a is a real work of art. That's a that's, real work of art. I, I can see that over and over again right. because I love those type of visual stories. That's right. why I really tuned in also to Avatar. Right. And, and so like uh, the, you have movies like, like if that wins, I'm going to be like, that's a pretty, that's a good movie. But like, we're not, I, I, I don't feel as strongly about it as a, like really doing something uh, as I do even about Top Gun. Like Top Gun really has something to say and it says it really well. And, uh, and then there's stuff like, um, uh, what do you call it? Women talking, which I haven't seen. I really like, um, Sarah Polly as a director. So I'm expecting to like that and triangle sadness, which I also like the director, but these movies are like, like, it's hard for me to trust people on these movies because they politically align with them when they like them. And, uh, like, I'm just not, that's not, that's not a useful review. So I'm, for me, I'm hoping that it is Top Gun avatar or, uh, very, very high on my list. Everything everywhere. I um, like that's a great film. Those are, those are the real tremendous movies from that list to me. Okay. All right. Okay. I want to get to this movie. Let's First of all, I should say, okay. 1973 is when it came out, but they actually started the movie. I think like 1965. It took a long time to get this movie. So it's another one that took almost 10 years to make. This is fantastic planet. Everybody. Here fantastic. We've we arrived. Okay. <laughs> Have you uh, seen it before, Chris? Yes. When yes. I was eight. I never saw it. You never I, saw it? I have seen this many times. I first saw it when I was at the same age as Chris, more or less. So I did not see it on TV. I saw it. This is the strange thing. I was a kid. One of my friends um, that I, when I was growing up, his dad was a filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I think my mother suspected that he made porn. She told me. <laughs> nice. But he was, he was, a, he was a fairly wealthy guy. And he had a projector. Uh, so this uh, was in 78. He had a huge sauna and we'd go there. And then- <laughs> yeah. So he, this was like, I this was probably about porn, 1977 but- or 1978, right? And he had a, and this was before VHS, right? So he oh, had a projector and he was projecting this film on a projector for us to watch. <laughs> and we were little, right? And this film is messed up in some ways. So it's kind of like a little bit confusing. Using to like, yeah, if you, you would projector normally, at home, you wouldn't really normally let a, 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 a an eight year old watch this film. It's I, it would not occur <laughs> to me to show this to an eight year old. Stop talking, Chris. We're kind of ruining the territory. I would not. Yes, I think we're all in agreement that this is not a movie that we would show to eight year olds. Even though there's nothing, 
that you should nothing can't sexual show. In this. No. It's, it's just that like it makes you feel really weird. It just makes you feel weird. Yeah, it makes you feel as an adult. You're like. Well, when you say I think he made porn or my mother did, that's like already like that's a, yeah, a you're great, in a bad that's space. a big story. Was sure. this in Egypt or in Greece? In Greece. Not only that, she told me that and she let me go there all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if you open you open that story with there's this guy who lived next door to us who had a projector in his living room, I'd be like don't go to that place. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Let's not send the kids anyway, over there. I watched it on that projector. Yeah, that's where I go. first saw this film. Yeah, and it might no, 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 no. Okay, so here's I saw it then, and then I hadn't seen it again until I saw it pop up on Criterion like two years ago, and, and that was the second in time a court case. And then they made me watch it. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then I watched it. Then I watched it again just for for right now. But it's a very short film. It's like an hour and ten minutes. It's like yeah. And uh, it is a French film, technically, although the animation studio is in the former Czechoslovakia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very, the production of this thing is actually really interesting. I, I watched the entire Clark Criterion collection of all the other short stuff that came along with this. Uh-huh. Yes. And it's I did really, too. Uh, it's very fascinating. Okay. Very well, fascinating. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, that this is uh, made by, uh, there's an animator. Oh, yeah, there's, there's an animator who made the thing and this other artist named uh, Roland Toper. Right. Right. And uh, I was not the, familiar with Roland that Toper. That doc on him was great. And the doc on him is terrific. Yeah. And uh, and so, like, my uh, right, out of the, right out of the gate, I started watching the, the doc. And I was like, this guy's really fascinating, but he, he really reminds me of somebody. And I was like, the entire, I was like, he's like a Peter Lorre type or, yes. you know, something like this. But I was just like, my brain's like, you have seen him somewhere. And then it snapped, and I looked it up, and I was right. He plays Renfield in Werner Herzog's Nosferatu. What? Really? I was like, like, as soon as I heard him laugh, that weird cackling laugh, I was like, "Holy shit, that's that guy!" And I was right. So uh, he is. If you have seen, if you've seen um, uh, Werner Herzog's amazing Nosferatu remake, um, he plays Renfield. And so this dude. Uh, I did not know was a, of the time a very 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 famous uh, French illustrator and uh, and, mm. and he, he wrote books and he was a famous French illustrator and I really I strongly recommend watching the documentary on him uh, yeah, that really comes with the collection on Criterion because it's very like he's a really strange funny interesting complete artist mindset so the anime so basically it sounds like. So I didn't see any of this, unfortunately. I just went mm, through it right. because I've been – it's sure. a long story. It's been a long week. But uh, I was excited to talk. But so it sounds like they, they took his – like he was the concept artist and the animators took that and animated his concept art. Is yes. that what it basically That's is? That's correct. Okay. And so the uh, – and and the director um, – oh, I'm going to pull up these names so we can talk about them. Uh, the, uh, the director of Fantastic Planet, Fan Dick planet um is a a guy by the name of uh, rene lalu okay and rene lalu his that sounds like a great restaurant in paris yeah. oh, have you been to they just got another michelin star rene lalu uh his background is 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 equally fascinating he started uh he worked with he used to work at a um a, a uh uh what do you call it a uh 
an institution that took care of uh, people with mental difficulties. Okay. And the way that he was treating them was they would put uh, a little needle in their head. You just like tap, 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 <laughs> and then they're calm. The, uh, it's the uh, he got them to all make movies together. That's crazy cool. And so the the uh, he he uh, cool. there are movies that you can see online that he made these these little uh, shadow play animated uh, semi animated things, and they're stunning. It's really stunning. And so, speaking of which, I really, uh, I really want to do uh, on Martini Giant. I would love to do all one flew over to Cuckoo's Nest. Oh yeah, damn. Hell and yeah. if you haven't seen it, have you ever seen uh, uh, the Queen of Hearts? Oh yes, yeah, yep. Oh wait a minute, I'm thinking Kind Hearts and Cornets. Go ahead. No, no, the Queen, Queen of, of Hearts. Hearts. Okay, no, I have not seen it. Italian film. I don't think I've seen it. Oh my god. Okay, here's the premise. It's a, it's it's a town that's invaded by the by the by the Germans or whatever. It's during the war. Everyone gets out of the town. They all escape, mm-hmm. except they forget oh, about the insane asylum. The it's it's Kind Hearts and Coronets. Yes, no. that is that what it is? No, that's what it's called here. No, no, I think it's Kind called Hearts and Coronets is Guinness. Is is Guinness. Oh, you're right. Okay, so it's I'm mixing Eel it up. Street it's, Studio. Yeah, I've totally seen the movie that you're talking yes. about. What is it? It's called The Queen of Hearts. The Queen almost, of Hearts? I've I'm been mixing it up. Okay, I've seen both of these movies. It's not the Juice Newton story, is it? Oh, come on. No, no, no. I, I, I want to see that, but no, it's not right. kind of entirely right. I'm looking it up. Am I right? I believe, I believe you're entirely right. The because Kind Hearts Cornets is Alec Guinness, Alec Guinness and time and the, playing multiple characters. Yes. And this is the one about the insane asylum in the town. Yes. It's not The Queen of Hearts. It's what is it? Okay, you know what? We have a podcast to do. So one yes. of our uh, one of our fabulous <laughs> look it up. Yes, <laughs> podcast uh, listeners, please look it up and let us know what I'm talking about. And I know I'm not crazy. And and kind hearts and coordinates is definitely Alec Guinness. Yes, that's definitely Alec Guinness, and it's definitely excellent. It's a great movie. Definitely Black excellent. He it's plays about, twelve yeah, roles. Uh, twelve roles of yes. his own lineage throughout the film. Yes. Okay. So. Two separate okay. things. So between Look between Jason, us. Jason, and Casey, who are Hi, who are, are active you. chatters right now, they're going to help us figure out what it, what it is. I think it's the Queen of Hearts, but apparently it's not. And I believe it was filmed in the '60s. So if you see something from any other time, it's not right. Uh, okay, um, but that's a great film, and I would love to pair that with One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. King of uh, Hearts. King it's of King, Hearts. It's King of Hearts. King of Hearts. <laughs> what did you say, Chris? <laughs> Queen of Hearts. I said Queen of Hearts. It's the yeah, King it's, of Hearts. It's King of Hearts. Uh, there, we there we are. Okay. okay. So moving on. Moving on. So, so this film, uh, this film, uh, is, uh, okay. There are so many similarities between, uh, this film and Avatar that I think if we just jump into the story, uh, jokers of jokes. Okay. That's pretty good, Jason. Um, <laughs> I'm going to jump right into the story of what this is, and all of those similarities are going to show up. They're going to be clear. Right? Yes. The style of this film is very unusual. It uh, feels like something that maybe you shouldn't be watching. Maybe you it's, shouldn't be watching, right? It's, so I like if the you, style and, a lot. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. really trippy. I'll just put it this way. It Surreal. makes Zardoz feel like an episode of Friends. Yes. <laughs> Super weird. <laughs> Super weird. Yeah, it's uh-huh. a, it has a it is a beautiful pencil sketch style. Um, mm-hmm. It is very it's proto Mobius in yes. its in its Frenchness, mm-hmm. um, and there's a sort of like vague political overtone to everything without yeah, ever we'll being specific. That. Yeah, but just the style yes. of what it looks like, and this was the beginning of uh, probably one of the earliest parts of um, animation for adults. Yes. 
right? So after this came uh, heavy metal and all those yes. other things, right? Oh, and Jason points out rightly, uh, strong Omni magazine vibe. Yes, one hundred percent. On yes. this thing, Bob Gucci. Yes. 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 this is Bob Gucci. I mean, yeah, that's definitely Omni yeah. magazine. One hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent all day long, as they say. Yeah. Okay, so. Um, it starts off with a mother and baby running mm-hmm. and they're running and running and running and run up this little hill and this giant blue finger. And I mean like huge person sized hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. like the hand, like it, relative, if the person were of our size, I mean the people would only be about two to three inches tall and the finger just goes, bloop, knocks him over. And then does it over and over and over again. <laughs> yes. And the mother is desperate yeah. to save this child. <laughs> right. As a mother would. And you're feeling awkward. Because you're it just feels like, weird. Boop. And yep. it's like not giant hand like this. Goes, yeah. Dunk. <laughs> you know, it's like God's hand comes down and just smacks her. <laughs> right. Yep. Right. And then this happens over and over again to the point where they kill her mm-hmm. they <laughs> by do, just they, doing it repeatedly. The picks her up and just drops her and she dies. So it's just like 50 feet. And the yeah. baby's just kind of wandering around and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. But the scale and, difference makes it very surreal. Yes. Yeah. And from the basic- very beginning. From the very beginning. And then you start to realize that the 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 hand that's doing this, there are several quote unquote boys or yes. kids. Giant like giant. Giant. Giant boys. giant. Like, like whereas, look at the image behind me right now. Like, yes. like that's, that's so yeah. yeah. Pe- people are like the people in this movie are about six inches tall at most. Humans are the, and then the, like and the three inches tall, three inches tall, yeah. <laughs> and the blue people are are hundreds of feet tall, right? And uh, and and they're just and and they they start talking to each other like, oh, she's not moving anymore, like yeah. like like they're talking about like a you know like a squirrel, like oh, I guess we're done playing with that thing, right? You know, like it's a little like, like, a, like a snail, yeah, like a snail. Or it, ants it really with a magic treating glass. it like nothing, and then yeah. Which, by the way, is obviously an animal rights thing. It was big at that time. Absolutely. Remember? You know who was one of the biggest animal activists at that time? French person? Who? Yes, mm-hmm. I do. Who? The blonde. Um, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, you know, beautiful. We did a move. Oh, God. Yeah, we did. We did. She was Bridget in. She Bardot. was in. Masculine Femina. Bridget Bardot. Yes. Yeah, nice. Nicely done. Good job. Eric. Love her. Well job. Yeah, like this, like there's something about the style of the illustration, and this is because the guy who created all the drawings is essentially like he's not a political cartoonist. He's sort of like a, like he creates these illustrations that produce, like you attach what the joke is to whatever you're angry about, you know, sure. whatever it is. So like he's like he 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 creates these illustrations where you think like, is this about? France or is this about you know the you know, the, the poor or the, like it, it doesn't say it that you just have a feeling that this doesn't is what say it's, it's right. very it's it's political message is clearly there strong yeah but you're going to attach it to something you know that someone there, else might there's a big political message but it's hard to zone in on what that right. message is because like when, saying, I, when I was done it's watching not this like movie, when they say you know they all look the same okay. <laughs> like every time I think about it, <laughs> they all look the same. 
all the people. Oh my god, it's the worst. So the like when I got done watching <laughs> they this, they don't do that in this film. Yeah, yeah. When I got done watching this, I was like, was this an allegory for Vietnam? It was like the French involvement in Vietnam. No, no. Uh, but uh, like, and and Anne was like, no. It's <laughs> like. There's some allegory. There's definitely allegories in here. There's definitely allegories in that, here. Though? It's yeah. about human rights and it's about animal rights. Yeah, it, it, it's something that you. It's like any great work of art. Like you're going to attach what you see in it to it, right? You know, and uh, and it's very, it's very like it's, it's very thorough it's in very what thorough. it's doing. But, but it like, also is kind of great because it kind of it's abstract. Yeah, it? Okay, it is is it is about the duality between these two races. The humans and the, I forgot what the name of the other race is, the big blue people. Uh, they are the drags. The drags. So yeah. the drags and the, and the humans, but they're not called humans, they're called ums. 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 Yeah. And yeah. um in French means man. There you go. Um. Yep. Um. Yep. Uh, so the, 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 the duality between these two characters living with each other is there. Now, both of them have the opportunity to do good and do bad, each of them. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that part, you, you know, you know, that's one of my favorite things is when the bad guys do good things and the good thing, the good, good yeah, guys like, so do it's bad not things. A one dimensional story. Yes. yes. Right. Which, 100%. which we already established was one of the best parts of the Avatar film mm-hmm. where the guy who is clearly the most black. No, it's black not black. And, yeah. Black and the, white. The, the darker, the darker, like the dark bad guy, right? The villain, right? The villain is clearly the villain suddenly has not like, this is not a Cameron thing. Cameron like does does not do that right yes right what's right. that what's who's who's the uh who's the character in an uh in aliens who's the the, the corporate guy oh yeah uh, burke burke yeah, he's uh, great what's the, who's, uh paul riser right paul riser paul, yeah paul riser like it's clear like paul riser is a bad guy the whole time yeah, there's no there's, there's no like no yeah. there's no other view on paul riser like the once he reveals himself to be a scumbag you're like kill him <laughs> yep. That's so, it. so Paul you, Reiser you never redeems himself from that right. process, right? So, it was a bad call, Ripley. A bad call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck off. You're done. Okay. But in this one, it's different, right? It's different. Is there's, but they're like, and then so immediately once you start to realize that they're kids playing with a thing, mm-hmm. it's just, it, you've seen kids play with animals and you're like you shouldn't do that. Let the animal live. But then like this is literally killing a mother. Yeah. In front of its baby. In front of its baby. Yeah. A human mother in yes. front of a human baby. And they're like, oh. And then like, you know, oh, well, you know, well now that you've killed the baby, maybe we should help raise the baby. <laughs> right. And it's like, holy shit, this is exactly what we do to animals. Absolutely. With pets. Right. Yeah. Right. But when you see it from the perspective of us as humans, it's – weird weird it's It's super weird really weird so treating ourselves as pets is kind of a weird thing now the other thing i should note on this as well is that the dialogue in the film or the voice acting in the film both in the french and even in the english dub version Mm -hmm. are very flat yeah it's very monotone like there's very no like, spin put on any of this nope. stuff. Nope. So it's not there. It's it. The emotional parts. What I, the, here's what I like about it the most. The emotional parts is is all comes from you watching this, going, "What the fuck is going on?" As right. opposed to them telling you how to feel. Right. It's just. Yeah, you're oh. just what because like you are just like how the kids are don't understand the perspective of the humans. 
Like mm-hmm. we're kind of outside both of these characters, mm-hmm. both the alms and the, the drags are we, even the, even the alms are weird enough that we're kind of like, Who the, what the fuck? What are these people? What right. is this? And so you're, you look at the entire thing, like it's kind of a menagerie, you know? And, uh, and that's how they're looking at each other. Like they're each is looking at like the, the ohms look at the drags, like they're monsters. Right. And the drags look at the ohms, like they're mice. Like sometimes you have pet, pet mice, but or, if you have a lot of mice in the house, at some point. Yeah, so you're just going to, you're going to exterminate these things. Right. Like it's bad news, but over the course of the story, like they get a greater perspective on each other. Um, and, uh, and so they allow the, the, the alms to do bad. Even the alms are divided amongst themselves. There's the alms that live in the bush. They're the p- pirate alms. And then there's the, the, the ones that live in the, in the park, Yeah, you know, and they have to try to figure out how to live together. And then once they get perspective on what the drugs are actually doing and how they live their lives, uh, like they, they form more of a connection, but it's never like a, a touchy feely thing. It's sort of like, we better achieve some balance because we're going to fuck each other bad. You know, and so it's not like it never comes off as a preachy green PC pet, a pita thing. It rather comes off as the, like this. It only makes sense for things to be in balance. And these things are out of balance. You know what would be amazing? It just came up to it. If Cameron, after he finished Avatar, remade this as a live action film for his last film. <laughs> Keep it super weird. There you go. <laughs> super, super weird. Tom but he just can play the big blue th- Okay. I'm going to go with a story because Eric's seen it. So that, that part, he, we don't, yeah, <laughs> he just right. comments about this. So, uh, of all, of all the, um, the characters, uh, so that the boys are playing with this and there's a baby left over and there's a girl that shows up, you know, they're girls and boys because the girls, have their breasts exposed. <laughs> That's the yeah, only exactly, way. Right? It yeah. looks like they're wearing clothes. The only thing that it doesn't cover is <laughs> their breasts. <laughs> and so those are the ones. That are, yeah, yeah. So those are, those are the girls. So there are sexes in the, 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 what did I call it again? Gnarls. No, Carl's. Uh, the drugs. Drugs. Yeah. D R A A G S. Drugs. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, anyway. Uh, so, uh, so they, she decides she's going to help save this, just like you would help save a baby mouse or yeah, exactly. whatever. In the same amount of investment, too. It's sort of right. like casual. Casual. Like, let's do the nice thing, but it's not like I'm going to fucking, I'm not heartbroken over this. Let's right. just do the nice thing. Right. And then you, and then it turns out that her father, this kid's father, is a highly political person in the, on this planet, influential right. political person on this planet. Right. Um, and he seems like a kind person, seems like a kind person mm-hmm. is teaching her the things to do and goes, right. well, you're going to have to take care of this thing, right. be responsible, be responsible and do all this stuff. And so she slowly decides to take care of this thing and, and help it and do things. Now, what we find out is because he's a pet, <laughs> right? She dresses him in weird ways. Yeah, it's just like a little puppet. Thing. <laughs> just like, uh, right? It's like people that put sweaters on their dogs and shit like yeah. that. Just like, yeah. oh, there you go. It's kind of funny. Yeah, it's like do people that. that put sweaters on their dogs is exactly right. And carry them around in, in baby carriers. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. That's step too far. I, lo- I love my cats, but let's not go crazy. <laughs> I know, right? 
And this movie definitely showcases like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, it's right? super weird. And then he's like, throw little toys at him and yeah. he's doing different things. And so it's just kind of, it's very weird to see. It's all sort of appropriate when it's a, when it's a child, but it grows up. Like, right. it's, it's growing at sort of a different speed than, than the, than the drugs are. And mm-hmm. it becomes an adult human male, you know? Right. And, uh, and so the, like, she, ah, but, 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 but there's an important part of this process. And we, need to, <laughs> as, as the, she's growing up and he's growing up, uh, we find out that she gets her education from this band that goes over her head, right? It's kind of like, a I don't know, a VR experience of some sure. kind or whatever, right? right? But it teaches, and the, the the way that it does it is that I wish I had this when I was in school. Uh, it embeds all that information into your brain directly, mm-hmm. so that it's not passive. You like, you just keep learning and learning, right? And, and at the same time, because the guy, the little human male, has a like a weird collar that keeps him, you know, a pet. Right. Like that collar is also vibrating with the same technology. It's defective. No, no, yeah. no, no. It's defective. So. Uh, good point. Uh, so the, 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 he tries to run away. <laughs> he tries to run away, the little boy. And, uh, father says, no, well, you gotta catch him. You gotta put a collar on him because that's how you make sure they're good. Just like you put a collar on a dog, right? Right. right? right. And so he's a baby <laughs> and she fits him with this collar and then has this bracelet on her. That she just does this little flick on her bracelet Ding. and it yeah, like it controls magnetic, like an Xbox, <laughs> magnetic, like an Xbox and brings him back to her, right? right? And so it does it. But something happens to the, uh, to the bracelet that it's somewhat defective. Right. And it, when she holds him as a little pet while she's doing her lessons, the same message is going to him and he's getting smarter and learning. Right. From the He's process, learning all of her stuff, yeah, all of her stuff. So he right. learns from her as that's going through, which is kind of cool. And eventually, he's like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> yeah. and runs away and well, steals she, the little she toy. She starts to lose interest in him because right. there is a, a very, a very the- important part of what also we start to witness happening is that adults start to get very interested in what they're calling meditation, right? right. And the meditation, what they do is they do this thing where they basically go into a room and their eyes flip over or do whatever, where they're clearly having an out-of-body experience, right? Um, and they go into the meditation, and they manifest this by having these bubbles with people inside of them floating. Yeah, like they're projecting their souls up in these weird little bubbles that float up into the sky. Very strange. Very weird. And there's something like, and they, and you don't know why they're doing this or why they're so obsessed with it. And then eventually, you know, uh, kids reach the age where they're introduced on how to do this and then they start doing it. And that's when the, well, yes. So as you become, yeah, as you, as you start to get into adolescence, this is what you want to do. Yeah. Right. So So this is something like most importantly, (laughs) most importantly, they also do this thing where they talk about, well, ohms. They don't live as long as us, but they reproduce a lot more. So they're kind of like treat us like rabbits or mice, exactly as you said, right. as vermin, right? But to them, they reproduce a lot less. Uh, but, uh, there's this adolescent period they go through and that adolescent period makes them interested in this meditation. So they don't seem, 
you start to understand that this meditation is a form of rite of passage to adulthood, just like sex is, right? Right. And so they, she becomes the, she becomes interested in that process, which lets, you know, she doesn't play with her toys anymore, like the boy. And that's when he takes his escape. Right. Right. And he takes the fucking ring with him. It takes, he takes her, her, her learning device, the learning device her. with him, with, mm-hmm. with her, with him, with him, gets with him. And he gets away and he gets pretty far. And by the way, there is tons, even though this is a short film, there's lots of establishing shots of strange, freaky n- creatures. Plants, Const- weird shit. Plants doing weird shit, different different hazards. Like they go through landscapes that are just mind blowing and incredible. Yeah. yeah, like one of the famous gags from this is you watch like there's an egg on the ground and the egg slowly hatches and this little happy looking creature pops out and then this big creature comes up and you think it's the mother and it starts licking it and then the cre- little creature's like ah I'm being cleaned and then the thing just goes oh and eats it and walks away. <laughs> So yeah, like there's loads of these interactions where you're like, what does it mean? <laughs> yeah, there's another creature that basically goes in and starts eating humans like it's an anteater. Oh yeah, that's another. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, that's man. If I had walked in uh, to that house where you were watching it on a projector, that scene, I would have been like, I'm calling the police. <laughs> but it's a very very beautiful. The, it's very surreal. It's I, I liked it a lot, and even though it's it's very and 70s, you've never seen so, it, right? Never saw it. No, it's a beautiful movie. I'm really cool. sure you would love this film. Yeah, like, I love the artwork and even the documentary on him. I just—it's great. It's great. I, yeah, I, I really, really recommend it. And like, there's a, uh, there's also they have uh, two uh, short films that these guys did together as well on Criterion. Uh, uh, one of them is about war and killing, and uh, one of them is just—you should just see it. It's called. <laughs> It's just called uh, War and Killing. Killing, and the other one's called Lescargo, and uh, it's about it's called the snails. And like you watch this thing, you're like, and it's another one of these things. Like I think something political is being said, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, (laughs) you watch the doc. He's a total loose cannon. This guy. Oh yeah, unbelievable man. Well, he kind of quits halfway through making this movie. Like he sort of bails. He's sort of like he's just like, yeah, my mom said I shouldn't be making this movie, and he just stops. So, and the and director it took was like, a long, it yeah. took a long time to make this film. Yeah, long time, which yeah. is also interesting. And it's not that long a film, right? right. So, I mean, uh, like the, the style of animation is so dedicated. It's like I can't even imagine the amount of fucking drawing that goes into doing something like yes. this. It's just insane because it's all like pencil shaded. Yeah, it's not it's like it's surreal not and amazing. I highly recommend it. It's on Criterion. Look it up, man. Yeah. It's it is weird. And yes, it's weird, but don't worry, it's only an hour and ten minutes of weirdness. Yeah, you can ride it out. It's okay. You can ride it out because it's worth it. But like, that's uh, the, it really made me feel well, like, even though we're gonna tell you the whole thing, yeah. Still watch it. Yes, yeah. And I, mean, yeah, I said that every time, but But like so the 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 human runs away and ends up with other humans. Yeah, right. the, the human runs away, uh, but he still has this collar, and he, and then uh, there's like his human run away, uh, and then I think she realizes he took his collar or something like that, mm-hmm. and so she tries to call him back full force, and then he's like, ah, and he's like literally dragged, like, you know, and he gets trapped because he's holding onto the thing, and another human 
a savage. By the way, this is called Fantastic Planet in English. In French, it's called Savage Planet. Is that, yeah, la, 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 translation. Savage. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. And, and so a, a, a wild human, right? So think of like, you know, feral cat and, and domesticated cat, right? Mm-hmm. And he's still wearing an outrageous outfit. He looks like a freaking court jester. Like it's stupid, right? On purpose, right? She finds him uh, and cuts the collar off of him so that the collar goes back and he stays. And then he starts to commune with the other humans. They all like laugh at him. It's typical. This, this is, this would be normal. Like you're a domesticated cat. I'm a wild cat, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. So, uh, Anyway, that's basically, you know, the kind of conversation that's happening here. Um, so uh, then, um, uh, where were we? Okay, so he starts to form bonds with the people in this. Oh, and they're in a park. They're quote unquote. They're in a park. The park, right? Right. Right. So it's it's wild humans living in a tree in a park. And so the, 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 the drugs are okay with this. They're just like, well, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, wild cats or yeah, whatever. It's like, yeah, like, and, but you can hear them talk about it a lot in the background. Just like, we should really do something. There's a lot of ohms here. Like this is getting kind of gross. Yeah. Right. And like, it's a lot of ohms here. <laughs> and like, and there's also like a political discussion that you see the, the, uh, the, uh, drug dad involved in where it's like having too many ohms can actually really like fuck up your production. Like if you have like ohms in your planet or ohms in your production facility, like they get into everything and it's really, it's really kind of a problem. Mm-hmm. And so We've they always set, talked about that. Yeah. So like they, they, they have these, these discussions early on. This is becomes later the plot of the film. Too many ohms. Can't live with them. Can't live, can't live without them. <laughs> yep. I also just, uh, just a sidebar. I put, um, uh, uh, the snails, the other short film by the same guys. I just put it in our Discord uh, in general. Uh, please check that out, and uh, uh, you'll get a you'll get a good vibe of what this movie is like through that short. Yes, I will actually uh, go onto our Discord here and actually put our link to our Discord in case anyone wants an invitation. Yeah, put hit it, us up. For uh, sure. Put it on uh, on our chat here. Uh, so you guys can have it. Um, and also if you guys are listening to this passively and not on our Twitch, you can always go to our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash at martini giant and, uh, and look at any of our films. And I usually put our discord link in the description of any of our podcasts. So anyway, going back to this, uh, what were we? T- okay. So they live in a park. There's a colony of them that live in a tree and there's another colony that lives in a bark or a log yeah, or something like that. Right. Right. And, uh, and these, and all the human groups are kind of at odds because they steal from each other and all this kind of jazz. Mm-hmm. But the, the primary human, like the main character, like, because he's learned so much from the drugs through the education, uh, that he band, stole from her, that he stole from her. Like mm-hmm. he is, starts to, he's like, I can tell the difference between the, sh- like the boxes of shit that we've stolen from the drugs. Oh, Cause he can read. Uh, because I, you know, it's like, because he can read, he can tell what's like, don't open that one. That's a trap. And do open this one because that's got good stuff in it. Right. And that starts to unify, uh, the groups. Right. 
uh, because like the information starts spreading between all of them. And then slowly they start to like use this technology more and more. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and out of that, uh, they are, there are more and more and more of them. And that's when the drugs are like, there's a shitload of these fuckers in the park. We should probably clean this up. Right. And they literally go through like a fogging technique of destroying these ohms. Yes. I mean, total like watership down gas out the rabbits attack. Right. Uh, (laughs) Oh gosh. Thank you. And, uh, and like, it's, it's a weird and terrifying. It is uh, Nazi esque, uh, scene. Yes. And it's, uh, it's really, it's really, there's a lot of dead. There's a lot of dead humans in this, like tons. It's like, it's, it's like they're treating it like the, the drugs are treating it like, well, we're getting rid of pests. The imagery is straight up world war two genocide. It yes. is. And it's, it's, uh, and it's very, very, very upsetting. But in the, it's very seventies too, though. That's the, yeah. 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 And it's, uh, and it, like, cause I mean, I don't know if anyone's seen the animated version of watership down, which is an excellent movie all by itself. Like if you show that to children, they will be scarred for life. <laughs> it looks, huh? looks like it's going to be for kids. It is not for kids. This movie is 0% for kids. Yep. So, but then several of them managed to escape the park. Mm-hmm. And several of them realize this because the guy can read and he goes, they're going to exterminate because it says it right there. Right. Yeah. They've written a drug on the side they're, of the park. We're going to the side of the park. Fucking- and they're all outside. And then there's a group of drugs who walk, two, two drugs who walk outside. And we're like, Hey, look, two drugs walking into a bar. Yeah. <laughs> walk outside the park. Two drugs walking outside the park. Uh, they're looking and it's like, oh, look, there's a bunch of ohms there. It's like, oh, it's like, yeah, we got to stamp them. And they start just stomping them out, uh, like just right. just crushing them like ants, right? Right. Which but it turns they, out the ohms have learned a lot of things from that bracelet. Right. And so they, they basically attack back and find a couple. And one of them just, they have no idea that they would fight back at all. They're not, not even prepared because no. they're, they're, they have no concept of anything that would kill them. Right. Right. They're zero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're, 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 ta- they're, they're not even top level predators. They're like beyond yeah. that. Yeah. Right? right. And so they got these little grappling hooks and stuff. Like they take them down. Like what, what's the, what's the, they're taking the, the giant. Uh, it's like Gulliver's Travels. Gulliver's yeah, they, Travels. Like, they that's they totally what I was thinking. Pin yeah. this guy and yeah. tear him apart. It's totally Gulliver's Travels. Yeah. yeah. And, the other, and the the other dog runs away. Who and witnessed just like, it though? Yeah, yeah. And he's just like and they, they bring it to bring it to the console. It's like we gotta take care of these guys, right? Yeah, and this is terrible. They straight right? up murdered, this dude. straight up murdered a guy, <laughs> right. and this is bad. And they also realize that they, yeah. Anyway, like we, they, well, they, the the ohms are like we gotta get the fuck out of here because they're gonna come and kill us now more than ever now. And right. so, like, we gotta get to this other faraway place. The the uh, the leader says, like, there's an old. A rocket facility that's been abandoned, uh, old drug rocket facility. We right. can go and live there. And so they move, the, the remaining humans run away, get to the rocket place. They go basically to an old where, uh, uh, abandoned shipyard mm-hmm. and then they use whatever they can find there and continue to learn and grow and grow. And, and by the way, they go from wearing savage clothes to more like, well, it's uniforms, right? Exactly, <laughs> and they, right. and they get the ability to miniaturize from the bracelet. They get the ability to miniaturize rocket parts, so they can start building their own rockets. And they start constructing a couple of rockets. 
Right. You know. Start building a couple of rockets. And then suddenly the ohm the the the, the drugs close in. Mm-hmm. Drugs uh, close in. It's that it's the beat. Yeah, the drugs beat. close in. Bad guys close in. Right? The drugs like, close in. Yeah. And it gets bad. And it's like, oh, we gotta get out of here. And they stuff as many people into the two rockets that they have built mm-hmm. to escape the planet. Now, well we everyone have, else that was left behind gets killed by the drugs again. Absolutely. Yeah. So what we have learned, by the way, is that there is a planet called the Fantastic Planet that is actually a moon of the planet they're on. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. I think that's correct, yeah. Yes. It's a little confusing, but it's a moon, and they call it the Fantastic Planet. And that is an important part, and that's where they want to go. because that's where they, they land the rockets. Right? Well, that's where they, they say we need to go there because there's something special there, and that's where we can live in peace. Right. Right. And to get there, there's all these weird statues with no heads. Huge, massive statues with no heads. Like, yep. and a massive, massive, massive statues. Like drug size. Only no, 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 no. Bigger than drug size. Bigger, bigger, yeah, bigger than drug size. Yeah, bigger than yeah, drug yeah, size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, way bigger than drug size. Yeah. Right? So we've got to think like Statue of Liberty size. Yep. No, bigger Easter than Island Like thing. Empire State yeah. Buildings. Yeah, Empire right? State Buildings. Yeah. And so, and th- with no heads. <laughs> That are there. Dr- serious drugs were consumed. I mean, honestly, oh, yeah, no, this is a this is an LSD trip, like hardcore LSD trip. And uh, they wait there long enough to see. They're like, oh no! Like here come the drugs, and the drugs start arriving, but they are arriving in the weird little dream spheres and their little bu- and the little balls. Yeah, that they that that come when they when they meditate, and so all the weird the dream spheres with their personalities in them float down from the sky. And they start landing on the necks of the giant statues, male and female, male and female statues. And they start, the statues start moving with and dancing and dancing together with the red spheres as the, uh, as the heads. And what we also find out, it is not just from the main planet, but it's from all over the galaxy or the the universe, right? Or the universe or whatever it is. So there's multiple of them. And this is, they, they come to connect on this island, much like, Turtles will go to a place to mate yes. or whatever it is, right? This is so how they reproduce. Lay eggs. Right? right. So this is why it's the fantastic planet or the savage planet, whatever it's, it is. So. It's a fantastic planet. It's like, you know, like Fire Island. It's just, <laughs> it's just Fire Island. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, this is terrific, man. We're here for one thing and one thing only. It's fantastic. It's fucking. Yeah, exactly. They used to call it the fucking planet. But yeah. But this is where it happens. And this is, and this, because, and they hinted this early on, it's a nice little setup payoff, is that uh, by whistling at some crystals early on, these crystals that are growing, oh, right, right, right. they are able to, the ohms are able to shatter these crystals. And then they use more or less an advancement of that technology to destroy the statues. Right. And it interrupts the mating cycle of the drugs. Yeah. So they basically kick off the statues. So now, it gets confusing. The ohms have enough power in them to disrupt the mating cycle of drugs. So all these little mice suddenly are like, we're on your fantastic planet and we can fuck you up. Right. And now they have the leverage. And then then what's amazing about that is it's like, (laughs) it's somehow like, and there's only like two minutes left in the whole movie and we're here. Right. And the way that they decide to stop it is they go, okay, 
So now we're going to explain everything in about 20 seconds. <laughs> and, and the credits are going to start to roll. They ran because, out of money. No, I don't know if, I don't think it, they it, ran out. It was the it was the it was the Czech government. They stepped, really? they, they said this in a documentary. They're just like the director says, yeah, there's like four scenes that are missing uh because the uh the government came in and said this is too fucking expensive and too weird. We're not going to pay for it anymore. And that was really? it. Cuz it's really quick ending. Really abrupt. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that is the case. But they're just anyway. That's the story of Fantastic Planet. They stopped this from this. Then we published, and now we all live in peace. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much what they say at the end is that yes. So they they made they made a second moon, yeah, an artificial moon where the Ohms live, and the Ohms agree not to disrupt the Fantastic yeah, Planet. Yeah, and they live and they coexist. So they live in one planet. They live in the other planet. They all live. They all agree to be with each other and and et cetera, et cetera. The That's end. Right. Credits roll. Right. We're out of money. <laughs> we're out of money. <laughs> hey, it turns out we're out of money. <laughs> so right. that's, that's the story. But like the, um, but it is a very effective, beautiful piece of work, even though it's like clearly a little unfinished in the end. And they sent it to the Cannes Film Festival and it won the uh, uh, special jury prize. It did. Yep. And, and it should. Yeah. It's, it's really something to see. And now, a young James Cameron then saw it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's and, actually what I want to get to. So uh, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna refresh my drink, but I would like to talk about the connections between these two films as one kind of thing because it's clearly there's a lot of connections here. There's I want to get your take on it, and then we can uh, for for the last part. But give me a couple moments. You guys get you guys start the conversation. I'll join in. Yeah, but I I really loved the the documentary on the on the artist was yeah was really something. And his father, yeah, his father being interviewed, hysterical man. Yeah, like, yeah, there I, was a, there was almost like a man bites dog quality about yes. that. Yeah, because clearly, like they start interviewing when he's like in bed. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is this? And he's just drinking wine, smoking right. c- cigars, and just like he's a rich kid playing. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking around. And I love when, um, uh, what does he say? When they're interviewing the dad and, uh, uh, and the dad's like, you really want people to be one dimensional, don't you? He says back to the interviewer. So like, yeah, yeah, like the, cause (laughs) the interviewer is like, so you're really, um, optimistic and your son's really pessimistic. He's like, you just sort of want, like, you're trying to fit us into these characters. That's what you're trying to do. Like, it's a much weirder situation. It was cool. His father was an artist too. Yeah, exactly. Who are you talking right. about? Oh, the documentary. Documentary on the art, on the artist himself. Yeah, it was really it was fascinating. Totally fascinating. And like um and just the whole it really made me a little here here's my nostalgic uh uh embarrassment. It's like I was watching this, I was like, I really miss these these artful days. You know, like it's like this is like it's like how you know how I feel about uh like New York in the seventies. I'm just like, it, that doesn't happen very often, you know, like that, uh, that, that, that golden age of artists just doing weird shit, semi-political, no. weird, whatever it is. Um, it, it doesn't exist a, like that anymore. It's really, really rare. It's especially rare now. It's too, I'll go and explain it. Sorry. My wife was talking to me, guys. I apologize. But um, yeah, like you don't, you don't get that stuff, uh, it hasn't. I haven't seen anything like that in a long, long, long time. Yeah, I think it's because I don't know. It, it just there's a money involved now that's different. Yep. Yep, I agree. 
But I mean, just watching this in general, I was like, I, I, ironically, I, ironically, I think people are too woke. <laughs> I hear where you're going. <laughs> you hear where I'm going, right? Mm-hmm. Because we don't want to offend anyone. And like, what's the irony I have is like the, the right keeps talking about how we're stopping free speech. Right. And they keep fucking banning books. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fucking idiotic. We're Stop. all doing it. Every, everybody and and, and, and we're trying to change dolls shit. books as well as you yes, just mentioned. It's the same, it's like, fucking it's the stupid same problem. It's like just let same dumb things happen. Yeah. Stop trying. It's you can sum it up super, super clearly. If you are trying to control other people, it's because you haven't fixed something in yourself. Stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. If you're yeah. trying to manipulate other people around you so that you feel comfortable, that means there's something uncomfortable in you. You have not faced the end. Like, and the way to deal with that is with art. That's a really healthy way to deal. Art is a great way to do it. Okay. Um, so how, Cameron must have seen this. There's no Absolutely. two ways in my mind. I mean, like, it's, it's, I mean, I mean, do you think that, like he? It's not a pat. This is a direct influence. Absolutely. I know. No, I'm. I'm going to guess. Hang on. Is uh, I'm. I'm going to. Is Chance Cameron Canadian? Yes. Right. Is he? I, yeah. I thought he was Canadian. I may, I may he be is wrong. Canadian. I he believe is he's Canadian. Canadian. And so, like, Chance Cameron's Canadian, and this is this is French from Paris, French. Um, but I, back in. yeah, it's, but I oh, bet it was see, played on Quebecois television a lot. Is he Canadian French? Is he like, like French Quebec Canadian? French? What's, what's I, like, I, I'm just saying that I, I bet, I bet that this was probably, this has a higher chance of being in his sphere of oh, growing up. Yes. Yeah. Like I bet that when he <laughs> was a kid, hundred percent right, Dan. Yeah. I think that cause like it's rare for American kids to have seen this thing. How old I is bet, Cameron? He must be 60. Look it up. I'm gonna look it up. Sixty-nine, seventy. So, how old was he in 1973 or four when this came out? So, Cameron is 68. 68. Wow, I wasn't far off. No, no, you were you were pretty close. I was I was with you the whole time. So he's 68. Uh, so he was born in 54. So that would mean he'd be in his twenties when he saw this baby. Yeah. Like, I bet this is, this was on the fucking, he was in college smoking dope. This is the winner. Talking about uh, like, I want to learn how to fly a helicopter. Dude, he's like, this He's 20 years old and this wins at con. He's watching this thing. 100%. Especially if it's like, he's having arguments in, Quebec bars, like right. I'm telling you, this, now, this is easy to find playing in Canada. If it wasn't on like TV, it okay, was, he was like, born playing. in Ontario, Ontario. Yes. Okay, uh, I bet okay. it's a, like it's a, but I, I, y- yep. yeah. I think I think that's a good call, Eric and Dan. Uh, I Dan, think that, Dan, it's all Dan here. Yeah, I think that that's my speculation. I would love to know from him if that's true. There's no way that he has not seen this movie. Like, oh, this he's, awesome. he's a liar. Yeah, that's right. Fantastic machine. I saw it in my French class. Like this thing. We all speak like Maurice Chevalier. So it's like this. This thing. Aside from the direct, in my brain. People Quebec Libre. Giant, giant blue people contest between factions of learning to live in balance with each other over nature. Yeah, this is one hundred percent like deep in his brain. 
from a long time back. And uh, like, cause there's, there's plenty of other things uh, that have influenced him from 1970s sci-fi and, and, and weird books and stuff like that. I buy, but I'm like, this is the one thing I'm just like, this is, if this isn't part of the mix, I don't know what is. I, I'm, there's just no other way for it to work because like, I mean, there like, cause my, my feeling at the end of the movie, I was like this, like I can imagine, I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily what the, what uh, the artist or the director had in mind. But when I was like, this feels like a, it has, you could be read as a Vietnam allegory. Like, like here is, uh, uh, yeah, da, 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 let me, let me play it out. Like, cause play it, it, out, it, play it in, out, in play the it same out. way, in the same way that star Wars is a Vietnam allegory, which it literally is, you know, where it's like, here are these people that you take for granted, absolutely take for granted who live Ready? in a, in Down a, the in, uh, like people who you take for granted who to you as a hyper technological society look like some sort of primitives or whatever it is, you know, you think you can just roll in there and you exterminate them. Well, you're wrong because they're as smart as you like, and now they have access to the technology that you have. Uh, and, uh, they can leverage against you in the same way. And you're going to have to learn to fucking come to peace with this. And, uh, and so like, now that none of that may be true for what they what they literally intended, but I can absolutely guarantee that enough of that is there that that's a college dorm room argument. Has you anyone know? made the argument that Fantastic Planet and Avatar are related? I have not seen no, that. I'm sure I that think someone we are must the have first noticed one. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I, I just going to say that we're going to put the hanger on there, and then yeah. if any, I want anyone else to 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 to. to I've never seen anyone talk about it. I'm sure that somebody has, but I've never seen anybody talk no, about well, it. Well, not on a high level, at least. Right. And so, like, I, I think that the, the, the setup is Are the same. Are we considered high level? No. No. I, but we I, will oh, be after this. After this. This is pretty right. that, that, That's yeah, our goal, we're right? That's doors. We're, we're going to use this platform to talk to about how much better we are than anyone else because we made the connection between Fantastic Planet and Avatar. That's yeah. Right. So, like, this is, uh, so, like, I, I think that, like, Cameron watches this thing. It so yeah, and he's and he's listening to yes while he's talking about this. Yes, in his dorm room with the tambourine no, no. back yeah, and forth. He's like looking at Roger Dean album covers. He's like, in just about fifty years, I'm going to make the most expensive slash most successful movie of all time. Yes. Yep. I think that makes perfect sense, and it, like it really is actually because like in talking through all of Avatar two, first of all. I like it even better from talking about it. Well, just okay, just 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 the crazy ass creatures and plants that Absolutely. are in, in Fantastic Planet are like Avatar is filled with them. It's jam packed. Like the it's environmental the message thing. is extremely strong. In oh, both. They're, they're both environment. They're they're both super right. green. And uh, and and like the the technologicalification of a formerly non technological group. Yes, is is deeply there. Uh, and the, and the sort of the rebellion against this technological, technologically superior this group terrorist is identical. Groups. Exactly. It's terrorist <laughs> groups, you know? And so like, I think that, uh, that is the basic map. That's the, that's the basic floor plan yeah. that, uh, the Cameron rolls forward with. And like, if, like I said, if he's, this is if, how I roll, Roger Dean like, style. Exactly. Like <laughs> now if he's, if he is an honest artist, uh, he will. He would own up to that. He would say, "Like fuck yeah, I totally ripped that well, thing off." Hold on. Okay, let's 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 get into that for a second. Hold on. Do you need to be honest about that? Pardon me. 
I think Why did you jump into a giant sandwich when I asked I you to like, like, <laughs> I thought not, you were going to talk. Like, I don't know. Like, no, no, no. no. You no, don't no, need no. to ask that. We have that. a podcast now. There's, this is not meatball sandwich time. No, it's spaghetti time. <laughs> it's spaghetti time. Sorry, I'm starving. It's spaghetti time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I thought you were. I thought you were about to go into a a, a detailed thing. Instead no, of questions no, no, no. I'm putting it, it all on through. you as you stuff mm. your face full of spaghetti. Is it on my beard? <laughs> okay, it's horrible. So, okay, so anyway, yeah, like I think that this dude, yeah, if he's really honest about it, like the best thing to do is to just say, "Fuck yes, absolutely," because that's how well, art Chris works. Chris asked, "Is it important that is you important. ask that?" I think that if if Thank someone you, asks you, yes, <laughs> if someone asks you, it is important to be truthful. Like I think that's the case. Like you shouldn't fucking lie if you were inspired by something just to protect your own ego. Like everyone is inspired by things. Okay. Own up to it. But it's Celebrate James Cameron. It. He may Man, not want to do that. He may not want to do it. No, okay. I, I would I would hope that Does he it is, matter? It doesn't matter to me. I mean I don't no, care. I, I know it doesn't okay, okay, okay. It doesn't matter to you. So but there are people uh that feel that it matters, that they need to acknowledge the shoulders that they are on. I think that's and the right thing to do as a person. As that's an your yes. thing. But do you care that James Cameron does it or not? It I don't I don't care about James Cameron. I've never met the guy. I don't care about him. You know yeah, what it does? But some me? people do. Some people get really offended that they're no, like, you no. need to acknowledge this thing that you are. No, blah, well, blah, ask, blah, blah. Okay. So what I would ask is like, why is it important for this person you don't know to believe what you believe? You know what it is? Okay. Go ahead. What does it matter? Eric, it, I want to hear. It just breaks the myth down. You're like, oh, that's his cheat sheet. You know, it just, for me, it just breaks the myth of him down. Like he's superhuman, and it's yeah, what, like, what, do do people need their artists to be superhuman? No, but he's mythology. I mean, he is such a a heavyweight that it's just you know everyone knows him and respects him. He puts himself out there that he's you know this huge ego, and it's just like to see that oh, some of his influences, uh, or at least figuring it out, just kind of makes it a little more real. And and kind of breaks that down a little bit. Well, so like uh, that, that's that's the question. It's like why, like if he is doing something that actual human artists do, why would you call him on it? Uh, like I'm it's not a calling bad, him on it. No, it's I'm just, just saying not you, you. I'm talking the vague you, the the like the broad you. Like why would someone call him on it as if it were about something bad when we all do it? Like. That's that's my I question. Agree. It's like what 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 are people getting out of it? I just by- I just I mean I, I just talked about it with Rory right when Rory said, "Well, I rip off James Cameron all the time, exactly. so it's fine, right?" So, but James no Cameron efforts. James Cameron may not necessarily feel the need to but, acknowledge right. his influences. Right. I mean, like if and if I knew James and, Cameron, and is that a, am I okay with that? <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't make a difference. I like don't, he can, I don't he can okay be with a, that. He, like James Cameron can be whoever James Cameron is. I am unconcerned with James Cameron. Right. Like I'm un, he's like he's just yeah, he, I just, like he's fictional to me. Thank it doesn't make any difference. you. Actually that's a great way to put it. Let's separate the art from the artists mm-hmm. and make okay. that happen. As opposed to what that 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 ridiculous guy in Congress right now who's like lying about everything. <laughs> oh, Sancho. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, that guy that dude. Right, because yeah, he's like, I, I invented, I invented the microwave, genius, you know, like yeah, whatever, Batman, whatever. <laughs> so, 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 yeah, but the cam- if Cameron told me he invented the microwave, I actually don't care because all I care Doesn't about matter. is Avatar that he made. 
right? Yeah, like the, and the I know that I'm he having. made the Avatar, and even though he invented like he that that borrowed from a lot of different things, I'm okay with it. Absolutely. Fine. Like the thing is, like uh, like my I know intro- I know that Fantastic Planet was involved, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Like, like, well, the, the thing is, like, like, <laughs> like my experience of the art is the only experience that I'm having. I'm not having somebody else's experience. Like, who gives a shit? Like, like James Cameron could be anybody. He's like, I don't, I've never met the guy. I don't know anything actual about him at all. Like I know, mm-hmm. like having an opinion, an emotional opinion about James Cameron is like having an emotional opinion about Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Like, who, I want to like, acknowledge so, Jason right now that? because he, he said he'd love to know Abraham where Lincoln. inspiration comes from, from artists because, and Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, this is in chat, by the way, if you're part of our, 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 our streams, uh, but like the, the inspiration is what allows you to go down the rabbit hole of where the origin story is, right? And so I agree. This is really cool. It's like interesting. Yes. Interesting to go yeah. down. It's like if you really like Avatar, you should see Fantastic Planet because that's right. probably an inspiration that happened there as opposed to pretending that Fantastic Planet never happened. Right. I mean, right? this because the thing like with, with James Cameron, like, it, like James Cameron as a topic is interesting. Like, oh, but yeah. that doesn't because like, you can but take something a, like Fantastic Planet and then turn it into Avatar. That's <laughs> exactly. actually a fucking skill in itself. It's it's interesting. He's yeah. interested. Like he's an interesting subject. He's he's done interesting things. And if I were to read a book about James Cameron, I'd be like, that's a really interesting guy. Doesn't mean I know him. Doesn't mean I have any emotion. I have any real emotions about him. Like right. he is just a pile of facts. Until I well, actually it, shake hands with him, no, it doesn't no, make no, any no. difference. He's, uh, like. I mean, I honestly, like the fact that you can take something like Fantastic Planet and turn it into Avatar. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing because Avatar that is a is, skill. Yeah, Avatar is a, is it is an important movie to have been made in the history of movies. It affects huge amounts of people and what they perceive about and art in the world. A lot of people have seen it, and not yep. many people have seen Fantastic Planet. Exactly. So, like Fantastic Planet, like that. Whether he like ever cops to ripping off Fantastic Planet is. Com- Completely it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. Yeah, I uh, 100% agree. And I think, uh, thank, by the way, I think this is why I love you guys is that we all agree on that because that I'm tired of the people that need the obligation to acknowledge credit. It, it doesn't make any difference. Like, doesn't make if, any if, difference. If, if I were to know this guy, if I knew James Cameron and like I was sitting in an interview and James, my, my friend James is here. Oh, and so, and the, dude, and, how are you? I, we want to talk. Okay. Yeah, it's like, let me finish this with this guy. Yeah, and, like some interviewer goes, James, tell the truth. Did you rip off fantastic planet? And James Cameron goes, I don't even know what you're talking about. I've never seen it. I would laugh in his face right there. I'd be like, that's bullshit. I know you've seen it. That's idiotic. Don't be a ding dong. Like, right. Cause see, I know him. Right. And I would be like, you're, you're acting like a fucking idiot. Like, obviously cop to it. Don't lie. It's silly. It makes you look silly. You know? And that's like, that's what I would say if I knew him. But in that I don't know him, fuck do I care? <laughs> like, what does it matter? Like, I, I can see there's clearly Dan, an influence. Like in, in, um, King of Comedy where he's at dinner, he's like, I'm not going to fill in for Avatar 2, baby. I can't do James. I can't, James, I can't James, do that. James, 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 Jason, you're, you're right up. You want to discover art and going down the rabbit hole allows you to happen. By the way, Jason, let yeah. us know if you've actually seen Fantastic Planet. 
I'm pretty sure you have. I know about going down the rabbit hole, by the way. Yeah, oh, my God. Ra- uh, Eric's got- by the way, have you seen – okay, so I didn't watch uh, – I normally don't watch the Super Bowl because I don't care, but my father-in-law was in town, and uh, I don't have cable. So I actually had to subscribe to Hulu streaming. Um, and by the way, Jason, yes, he said he hasn't seen it. You should see it, Jason. Find a way to see it. Yeah, I'm not going to ask how you find, figure out how to make that happen. Make it happen. It's a good thing. But, Don't uh, do anything illegal. <laughs> but, uh, but, but then, uh, uh, my, we watched Super Bowl because my father-in-law was in town and he wanted to watch Super Bowl. And it was like, well, sure. And so we sure. got, uh, got Hulu, um, paid for Hulu, uh, live and it allows you to watch that stuff. Right. Uh, uh, and, <laughs> There's an ad about Tubi. Did you see the Tubi ad? No. Oh, God. It's a Tubi ad with these very disturbing rabbits that show up. Oh, man. And drag you into this hole. The and rabbit it's about hole. The rabbit hole. <laughs> and it, the, the rabbits look like the Donnie Darko rabbits. Oh, that's awesome. Good job, but, Tubi. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's, it does not, it's horrifying. <laughs> it makes the service sound like they're going to kill you. That's amazing. God, I love when ads go wrong. That's the greatest. <laughs> well, that, nation one, nationwide, your what? son has died. Yeah, nice. You remember that one? Yes. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, that's the thing. Dude. It's like I I love I love all this shit. Like I love lo- learning about Alfred Hitchcock. I love learning about uh, Francois Truffaut uh, when reading their reading their book together. Like I love I love all that stuff. It, like these were only, only interest. The rabbit hole is my is my rabbit hole. Like and it's like that I was saying with I was talking with Anne. I was like there are very few artists in my life that I will be sad when they die. You know, like they're like. Even when like David Bowie died, I was like, oh, well, I too bad. he was tears. great. Yeah, exactly. You, right. And like, but that's it, because- it affects us all differently. David yes, Bowie, exactly. Prince. Yeah. Right. And so like someone has that, like, and I'm not, I'm not immune to that. Like when David Lynch when passes L- away, yeah, like, I, I was I'm going to be very that. moved by that. I right? was going to say that that's the guy that's going to be that's hard the, for you. That's the guy that's going to be hard for me. And so like the, the yeah. I but, had it but, with Kubrick. When Kubrick died, I was like, what right. the fuck? And, but the thing is, I have to admit, like, exactly. But like, I have to admit that I feel this not because I know David Lynch. I don't know him at all in the slightest, but rather that what my reactions to his art are incredibly important to me. And I value those emotions that I've felt very strongly. And knowing that there are not going to be any more of those is sad. So the sadness is my own about my own story. Not about David Lynch or anything, any money he owes me. <laughs> like right. you don't know these people; they're 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 they're, fi- they're entirely fictional until you shake hands with them. And uh, and so, like James Cameron can live whatever James Cameron life he wants to. That's totally fine by me. I loved Avatar too, and I love many of James Cameron's things. Maybe if I met him, I think he'd be a terrible person, or maybe he'd be a great guy. I don't know. I haven't met him. So rip it off or don't rip it off, but keep on making movies like that, James. That was a good movie. That's my feeling. Yeah. yeah. To and me, I, though, it, it, there's a category of, for me, like, I think he's a brilliant director, but it's corporate directing oh, for me. Yeah, oh, 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 by design. Yes, oh, yeah, of course. He's, okay. He plays, but, I just, no, no, no. but you know what he did, though, dude? He turned Fantastic Planet into yeah. a movie that got $2 billion. I understand. And, if I can finish. Go ahead, Eric. I understand that. I'm just saying, as someone like myself, I 
who constantly sees ads and is constantly told what to like and not like. Right. And I'm always saying, fuck that. I, I like the more Lynchian voices because, um, it's, it's a lot braver to speak like that, uh, than it is to make the corporate stuff. But I understand. And it's really more uh, right. uh, evident now about the corporate directors. And I'm not saying it's bad. He's a great director. He made a lot of money. It's just, it's a, corporate thing well like i would say that like his his style is a big hollywood blockbuster style which is which is which is mostly generated by the corporate mindset right yeah Uh, i don't think of him as a corporate director because he is actually his own corporation like he is okay but that's still a yeah like well i mean mean, like he is like he is entirely like he is just he is just like david lynch in that he has created a situation in which he is making only what he wants to make. Period. That is true, right? And, and I he's, give you he's, that. 100%, and he's entirely. I won't argue that. And then, so everything that he puts out is something that he feels deeply, richly, emotionally connected to. The terms that he uses are extremely popular, very common terms, and so they're on that front are not like on any individual thing. Are not like going to be crazily original anything. But that's also why they connect with so many people. So there's kind of a trade-off. Whereas like David Lynch, like you need both ends of this ecosystem and both, both ends need to be made passionately. Like you need David Lynch and you need James Cameron because these things actually feed each other monetarily as part of the Hollywood, the overall Hollywood system, right? Where corp, where real corporateness breaks down, breaks it down is when they think they can make Marvel movies where nobody gives a shit if they're made or not like True. there's no there's no life they're like avatar 2 has life it may be completely big hollywood terms but it has a, a real belief and something that it really wants to say it's very very clear about it and it's just done in very middle of the road terms you know it's but it's extraordinarily what it's doing whereas like um you know black widow like i i can't even imagine telling someone that i made that movie why? Like I'd be like, I would be like, if I made that movie, I'd be like, well, I mean, I, w- I would be like, I'm, I'm, I, I made Black Widow, and so, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, like that. I, is, I feel bad about making <laughs> Ghost Rider. Yeah, just like this is like this is nobody cares about. Nobody actually cared about saying anything or making anything to do with this thing, and it's evident because the movie is unwatchably bad, and it treats the audience like they're idiots that just eat whatever he put you in front of them. Whereas like Cameron is making something that people actually have an emotional response to. And so like, though his, his style is corporate. I totally agree. He's still a passionate artist at his core. And I give okay. him that much, that yes. much respect. And okay. a brilliant guy. Yeah. I'm going what. to, I, I, uh, uh, sorry, Eric, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. No, Chris, that's your style. And I understand <laughs> I'm used to it. Um, uh, you know, a lot of I want to wrap this up with a little special for everyone. Uh, I, I'm going to bring Brady on to get yeah. his his uh, a review of um, uh, so funny because uh, I thought a, about a Cocaine oh, Bear and yes. uh, and uh, Quantum Mania. Which one do you want first? Uh, uh, Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Okay. All right. Hold all right. Can all right. I talk? Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. And then can <laughs> he ran over here, <laughs> ran uh, into me. Quantum Mania first. Quantum Mania first. And they're going to give you the guys, headphones, and so you can hear them. At okay. the end of this, can I have O come and just show her artwork for Avatar? Yes. Of she course. Yes. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Are you? Is is the podcast going? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it.
Sit down. Sit yo, yo. Good to see Hello. you. All right, so you're debating uh, over Quantumania and Cocaine Bear? Yeah, we, we know nothing about them, and we're looking forward I've to the reviews. I've seen both of them. <laughs> okay, hit us with a Quantumania review. All right, Quantumania, pretty good. Um, uh, You need to know a lot about the other Marvel films. That's a lot. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's, a, a it's, it's it's mm, I I didn't <laughs> understand about it, a so. good thirty five percent of it. Oh man, that's um, a, that's that's a hard right. Shitty. It's it, I don't like the fact that they do that, but I also kind of like how it all connects to each other. Oh, that's good. Pretty okay. good. Um, sort of funny. Uh, Cocaine Bear. I saw it last night. Extremely funny. Extremely yes. gory. Absolutely yes. hilarious. I That's say you do that you. one first. Okay. All right. It's, that, it's, that one I'm doing yeah, for sure. Do that one first because it's yes. – ab- where's the camera? There it is. There it's it is. absolutely <laughs> hilarious and funny and it's, very it's a, it's violent. It's a maniac ride of bear killing action. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's I, I'm like my, my rate for that one, 8 out of 10. Like it oh, was yeah. It was amazing. Well, I I, I'm, I'm going to follow your uh, advice on this. I'm going to see Cocaine Bear yeah, as see soon Cocaine as Bear I possibly first. can. That yeah. sounds brilliant. Because, like, I, I'm I'm a fan of bear centric movies. There are many bear movies bear that I like. Centric movies. But uh, I, when I saw the ad for Cocaine Bear, I was like, "We have arrived at peak bear. This is this is it. Paddington Two, great. Uh, you know, Grizzly Man, excellent. Cocaine Bear is the one I've been waiting for the entire time. Uh, that one, it was, it was pretty funny." Very gory, lots of blood. I love both. I love everything you're saying. And um, uh, the thing is, like, they have all these different characters, and like, they have 15 characters, but all split up into different groups that interact with each other in different ways throughout the story. And then are surprisingly eaten by a bear that's high on cocaine. Yes. <laughs> you should pitch for a Hollywood break. <laughs> So, but it's it's cool because there's all, there's like groups of three people and five people and two people and like a one person and they all just interact with each other in many different ways throughout the story in just this one forest that is ruled by a bear on cocaine. Oh my God. It's so excited. Thank you very much for bringing us your review (laughs) and uh, please come back for anything else you happen to see in the future. We are, you are quite welcome. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Oh, what's happening? Yeah. All right. Hi. Hey, good to see you. Hello. Oh. We we understand that you have artwork. Oh, yeah, I do. You do. I'm Let's hoping do that the NVIDIA broadcaster doesn't actually cut it out, but I would love to see it. Let's yeah. see what happens. Okay. Uh, yes. Oh, avatar. Okay, yes. So good. That is an avatar water painting or Beautiful. watercolor that is Absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful work. Beautiful work. Absolutely Love it. gorgeous. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. And by the way, you have your own Instagram. Yes. And what is your Instagram and people should follow you? Um it's really it's a really difficult username, but it's like an underscore and it's like maybe you just search up like Olivia Sheely and you'll find it probably. And can Look we put up it, Olivia Sheely on the Discord as well? Yeah. Yeah. We'll put it up on our Discord so people can do that. People follow us on our Discord. But Olivia's artwork is incredible. And, and by the way, she, there is one thing that she got her from her father is being prolific. Yeah. (laughs) She makes a ton of stuff. We love this. We love this. And, and, uh, and, uh, I've always admired that about her dad 
and and she is uh, she has followed suit on that. She makes a lot of stuff and is awesome. Yeah, and, and super, it, super you good put looking. your heart out there on your Fantastic sleeve, work. and it's wonderful. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Please feel free to come by and illustrate our backgrounds anytime. Yeah, and to add to the theme, I even have an Avatar t-shirt. Yes, she has an Avatar shirt on right now. Thank oh, you, yeah. Olivia. Nice, yep. nice, nice. I yeah. uh, I have a Kroll t-shirt on. I know you haven't probably seen that movie, but it's almost as good as Avatar. A weird one. We should cover that. I want to do that more as a as a as a as a as a, as a watch party because. It's, it's a watch party movie. It's a watch party movie, it right? Yeah, it's not the kind of thing that's going to inspire Olivia to do art. Did I saw it in 3D? <laughs> in 3D? Yes. Was I'm, it released in 3D? I think it I, I was oh because God. I remember oh, no, seeing sense. it in you're 3D. Right. No, you're absolutely – now that I think about it, absolutely true. I because just it's like – Yeah, the glaive. The, 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 the glaive this comes thing. out this in the, the glaive. screen. The weapon they throw it kills people. It's great. Yeah. That's all i got to say about that. But All I swear right. to God, I like I will. Uh, uh, if if you if you uh, are so inspired by anything that Eric has to watch for the show that you ever do a background for our Twitch right up here, um, please feel free. And yeah. uh, I'm sure we can. Oh, Olivia did some backgrounds for us. Yes, for uh, 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 for uh, a Promise Neverland. Promise Neverland. Yeah, that's right. I that's remember right. that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so please keep us updated on that. That that is a beautiful painting, though. The Avatar work is absolutely Thank terrific. You. That's amazing, and that's a. Great watercolor and watercolors are, you know, hard <laughs> yep. yeah. and incredibly appropriate for Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah thought, especially thought, the way of the water. Yes, yeah, the way I, thought, of the I was doing another one in class of um, Nateria, I think her name is. Yep, awesome, but yep. yeah, yeah, that's super awesome. Thank, Thank you, you awesome. very much for sharing that. That's totally awesome. Thank you, excellent. Here, take your drawing, boo. Spectacular work. Love it. Uh, love it. Yeah, love it. check her art out on her Instagram, and I'll we'll post on the website. Great, amazing awesome. hand, amazing, yeah. amazing. No, she, no, she's age. got a fantastic hand. Yeah, her Instagram, and and I was I was just telling. I mean, you you she had the headphones, so you couldn't hear. But I was like, she's amazingly prolific, just like her dad. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, dude. That's good business. <laughs> Thank you. Love for it, love that. it. Yeah, absolutely. she's a sweetheart. Yeah. Um, but that was nice. We should do the kids every now and then. Oh amazing. no, we should throw them in there. Can you imagine if all three of our kids had, uh, did a podcast without us? Yeah, it'd be pretty hysterical. Well, it, with that in mind, I will also say, if you like video games, please check out Digi Rainbow on uh, YouTube, which is my uh, uh, my daughter's uh, video game channel. She does a lot of Let's Plays oh, that yeah. are totally amazing. So, just all to right. that well. Awesome. 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 Yep. Awesome. Okay. Uh, well, we, we went well over... I know. I didn't expect the 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 uh, the weird French art film one is what blew us out. <laughs> you know what was really beautiful about well, that? Actually, we talked that. about Avatar for a long time. Yeah, it was epic. It was epic. We need to do it. It's worth it. It's worth it, and it should be talked about. Yeah, but true. I, I really want to talk about Fantastic Planet. Absolutely. And, like I thought this was like I didn't know when we were going to talk about Fantastic Planet, but when suddenly Avatar yeah. came out, I was like, oh yeah, That's that the makes one. sense. Eric, you're going to say. I was going to say that uh, the music was a really so trippy. It was like uh, for the doc part, it was like yeah. the um, Get Carter. It really takes yeah. you back yeah, to yeah. Europe in the seventies. Oh, this this is territory. Yeah, this is when good, acid was popular. <laughs> hey man, that Nixon man. <laughs> <laughs> do you think he's going to do that, man? Do you think he's hey, just man? Gonna- <laughs> do you think? Do you think with Nixon and the big the structure? Come on, man. Think about it, man. Think Use your brain. Man. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, boy. Yeah, I was at Altamont, man. I saw it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Jason says you Dennis talked about Opera a three-hour movie in two hours. This is true. We did talk about Avatar in two hours. We finally when did it. it. We came in under the wire. That yeah. feels good. Yeah, there we go. That's all right. <laughs> well, excellent work, gentlemen. Uh, excellent work across the board. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. That's it good. was a lot of fun, guys. I'm glad we made this happen. Um, we got more happening and you know we should get our you know like have our kids review movies like cocaine bear that was awesome oh um, cocaine bear dude. i actually I mean, really want to see cocaine bear. i'm totally seeing cocaine bear <laughs> good lord i knew that the, i've almost bought it before it came out i was just like <laughs> there's a dvd available sight unseen cocaine bear yep actually mm-hmm. elizabeth i like elizabeth banks as a director she's actually quite good she's uh she does uh, uh she's got great comic chops Is that who directed it yep yep holy she, shit i think she directed for scrubs as well which she was on for a while Yes. Um, so I'm expecting some decent things. That should be fun. It should be very fun. I love right. a good, trashy, crazy, bloody nonsense movie. And if I'm going to not- post new AI stuff in the um, AI creation channels for our Discord. So you guys, oh, I just put a new one in. Yeah. And um, uh, I, there has been a lot of discussion about AI art for a long time. Uh, and whether the efficacies and all the other bullshit, that it's actually someone who I saw just couple hours ago who's trying to get kickstarter to ban any ai art on kickstarter guys and and i gotta say there is art created with ai that is unbelievable and it's by eric sheely yeah, it's uh, true. And it's something that it's actually been hey. blowing my mind and is yep. so unique and it would never have been possible if it wasn't for that technology. Yep. And he's not it's it's so special. I got to say I am absolutely in love with it and he's not sharing it with the world because it's it's part of him. It's part of him and he wants to find the right well, context to put it out there. You can explain too that I'm the book and my story. Yeah. It's a yeah. story that, that I'm, you could say, I, I, you could tell Coop too. It doesn't matter. Well, at this I'm, stage. I'm working with him. I'm working with him to find a way are. to tell that story because uh, I, I have a little bit of experience in terms of the, the, the PR press side of things, but it is so special. And I have been under the radar just showing things on my phone to very specific people and, uh, the amount of, jaw drops that i've had it's, it's stunning work it's absolutely it's there's i haven't seen anything in AI, anything like stunning it. yeah it's really i can't really thank cool. you guys enough uh, you know how long i've worked and hard i've worked for I about know. 30 years and, and the fact that it, more it, than it that is, it is your medium and he's created what he said like eight thousand images uh, i'm coming up to i've been working on it tonight as we're talking i i categorize all my artwork <laughs> so i put some new ones in and uh, tonight on the Discord. If you go to Discord and join up and the yeah, AI creations, I just put two new ones in now. Totally okay. people I've made up. Yeah. These, oh, look at that. Just, oh my God. Yeah. Hold, look at okay, that. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to Discord right now. He's beautiful. 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 Jesus yeah, Christ. Are you serious? Yeah, this yeah. is gorgeous. Like, there's nobody so, doing anything okay. like this. So Incredible. you've made this public enough on our Discord because it's not on our closed channel. I can share this. Yeah. Let's, uh, okay. let's, let's, I can share this yeah. with some people. Because yeah. there are people that are like, please, is there an image I can show people? And I will. These are, like, the tone and the flavor of these things is utterly unique and beautiful and, and yeah. 
it's it takes it takes you into a special time and space uh, that's hard to describe. So yeah, yeah. Here's one I did. Can, can, while is we there an talking. image I can share with someone? And I'm like, yep, I, I will. The one I just gave you is what I did tonight while we were talking about Avatar. Oh my god, it's so great. Okay, so I'm just saying, Eric, be careful because anything you put on that channel, I will share with anyone else unless you <laughs> tell me I, not I, to. Completely, I know. You're, we're working together here, all three of us. I just okay. I put it on so you can use it. Okay. This I have 9,000. Yeah. 9,000 9, images. Yep. Yeah, so, like, yeah. this is the, like, this is walking through Eric Sheely's memory and mind here. That's what you're saying. Yeah, it, it, he's, he's recreating memories of his past through AI. And I, it's really extraordinary. And, and you, as you can see, like, it, it's done with an unbelievably precise control and flavor and style. Uh, yeah. that, uh, that you don't see it like a lot of AI work. Oh, you just said, like, way, just actually, bullshit. Jason had a good point. Next time, put him in subscribers only so that subscribers. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. So join in. Secret sauce. Just hey, to, that's it then. Yeah. I'll start doing, having a gallery that's for subscribers oh, so we can get more yes. subscribers. So this the is the Eric Sheely gallery. This is the taste. On, these, on these subscribers three are the taste. only. Yeah. That's it. And this is, the bait. That. this is the bait. Yeah. This is the bait. This is the bait. If you want to see the artwork, you just go there and I'll post stuff. No, I love it. And, okay. and my project and everything that I'm doing with the Alice Cooper thing. Well, it's absolutely beautiful. And uh, we definitely, like, we continue to be, well, like, this is always a kind of the, this is a topic we talk a lot about. And I understand that not everyone is uh, on the same page. I hope that when people see stuff like this, they can see that this is really becoming something special. Right. Uh, and uh, and uh, please, you know, partake in our co- these conversations with us. And, uh, and I hope to, we hope to win you over. <laughs> If you're if you're not only already one ever, yep, it's really something. But anyway, great but, but show, Eric. Just just Thank to confirm, you. because I I've got someone who's like like chomping at the bit for this. I can share these images with that person. Yeah, if you if you want some kick ass, I can give you some uh, tonight. No, nope, nope, I just want something. Yep, it's good. We're off to I'm um, saying, because guns. I am working on this. I'm I, we are going to make something amazing out of this because I have never seen anything like this in terms of what's been it's created. Great. It's true. All right. Well, that ball rolling. One more for the Discord. Here's <laughs> one more I made okay, tonight. I really hope that people listen to this that podcast all the way in because so there is good. gold at the end. The, yes, the last good. one I Beautiful. made tonight, too. Beautiful. Haunting. Haunting. Oh, my God. Yeah, but these haunting. are people that, oh, my, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Totally, like, I've seen these same people. That have life. come up again. So, yes. like, I know there's a narrative. These are characters that's, that you've created. <laughs> this yeah. is the characters from and your you've actual made life. them all. This yeah. Is, yeah, I know by name, and it's yep. and I I wanted uh, after people don't know, but I I wrote something and I'm making it into a book. But uh, as a child, I grew up next to Alice Cooper, and in the early '70s, so I'm writing about that. And Alice gave me permission, and I said it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's been it's gone. four it's or five awesome. years gone. But the thing is, I'm using AI to recreate um, memories and things, and it's a it's a very strange thing, and it's not it's a weird <clears throat> experience. But I want to also do a book. I think Martini Giant Press could do it. Um, is the um, I want to call it friends the friends I never had, <laughs> and it's like all these people are kind of like people, and so I'm just making these new synthetic friends from my childhood and it would just be this whole thing and that's kind of my goal too with martini giant press 
this is like the secret sauce. This is like the secret little thing at the end of the book where you're just like, I didn't even know we were coming here, but here it is. Here's the, here's the glory. Here's the, the whole podcast. This is the what I'm going to do. And the intro is like, you got to listen to the whole thing because yeah, you go, have it's long, no it's idea good, what's going on. It, it is a huge so, thing. Yeah. Will, she, will Lily make a, uh, a EPGS? That's my initials. Yeah. Eric Polk, Gilliam Shealy. That's how I signed my paintings, EPGS. So a section, AI EPGS. I'll put stuff well, I'll on. And right. she's, at a, yep. she's at a party right now, but she can totally make she this happen. She should not party. Um, the thing is, um, we do that, we'll get more subscribers. Damn uh, tootin'. Damn maybe. tootin'. Come but it doesn't world. matter. It doesn't Who actually, knows? I don't care, Eric. Let's make it I, happen. I care Even about, if it's five about you more, making it's amazing money. artwork. Yep. yep. I don't care and, about uh, the subscribers. I care about you and supporting what you're doing because I can't any, any one of us, the you three of us have amazing. great ideas, creative, creatively speaking, and I want to support all of us. And this is the thing about Martini Giant We're going for me. to do it. I'm telling you guys, there's something if we keep going. It's in the air. It's coming. It's in the air. It's coming. We've got an explosion of creativity happening. And I don't know what Pandora box you opened to make that thing happen, what you're doing, but you've Here's, got something You know how it is? Special. And I just was about to say something. The, the reason is is that I try, and maybe that's why I wasn't successful in Hollywood. I'm, I'm so opinionated and want to just, like a spoiled brat, do things my way that I get this. It's like, well, I'm just not going to write the prompts the way people tell me. I'm going to do it the way I want to yeah. do it. And that's like Francis Bacon. That's everybody I admired as a kid. Fuck it. I'm doing it this way. Yeah. Well, it's like we were talking about before. It's just like that's why you get something different. <laughs> yeah, this is like the, you like you're treating. The, you're one of the few people I have I've talked to about this. In fact, you're pretty much the only one who is treating working with this as an artistic process instead of like some, you know, uh, like novelty. Like you're like the goal. The goal is art, and that's what we're using it for. Yeah, and you come from it from the perspective of an artist as well. Yeah, and that's exactly. why it's succeeding, right? Yeah, because and, you know and how the to amazing drive thing is, and this is. I had an interview, three interviews for a company that they wanted to hire me full time. And one of the guys is like, look, some of the stuff will need, cause I've been a, a 3d artist for 30 years. Like you might have to model like a couch or a table. Are you comfortable with that? And there might be, you might have to design like sets. Are you comfortable with set design? I was like, I said to myself internally, like, are you, are you comfortable with reading resumes? But the point is, <laughs> exactly. Apparently not. it's unbelievable. And I was like, but you know, you just keep going at it behind the scenes. And then one day somebody, you know, says, Hey, I get it. Comes through. Comes through. Like, 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 you know, I see Martini Giant as beyond a podcast. We've seen it. We've said it for a long time. We're putting it out there. And, and, and the fact that you're starting to, share some of that stuff is starting to put it out there. And and we are all, we're all creative entities, um, all of us. And we, we, we actually feed off each other very well. Mm-hmm. Very <laughs> true. And we do that because <coughs> the way Pardon. that we talk about movies is the same way that we talk about our own work. Yep. As opposed to who wants credit for what <laughs> we exactly. don't care. We just want to make shit. Just get this all stuff. It doesn't matter. There. Yeah, make some art. Get it out there. Yeah. I'm going to borrow off Cameron. I'm going to borrow off Kubrick. I'm going to talk about it, <laughs> Dude, just <absolutely>. like <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I wear my references on the, on my sleeve, so it's yeah. like that's the yeah, way it yeah, goes. Yeah. Talk about the stuff you love. That's what art is. And, and you're doing it, and 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 you're using AI art that was trained on other yeah. styles and making it your own, and that and is it, it, a whole new thing of its own. Whole new thing. I've never seen 
anything like what you created in anything in art. And I may be wrong, but that is amazing. And it truly showcases something that was very, 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 very special. It's very special. I agree. Very special. So Avatar, Fantastic Planet, inspired by each other. Eric is inspired by by AI, uh, by the AI creation. Found a way to make both of those things happen. Incredible thing. Go see Cocaine Bear. Somehow that <laughs> I'm throwing that in there and, and, and follow, follow Olivia and her Instagram. Absolutely. Uh, because, uh, uh she's an incredible artist. artist as well, but we are going to wrap it up because that was, uh, that was an epic out, but uh, that was an freaking epic a podcast. This, this is the longest one we've done in quite some time. How and, long was uh, it? It's Two almost hours? four hours. Almost four hours. <laughs> almost four hours. That's a good one. It's, it, but it's, it's Avatar. Did dude. we lose like, Casey and everybody? No, I, I don't think so. No, I'm going to tell people to listen to the whole thing. If they're going to end this, they're going to be amazing. in I'm this. This is fucking awesome, dude. Next uh, awesome week, I'm working level. for the company he's with. Yeah, Casey's yeah. fantastic. We love Casey. I don't know where love he it. is. All right, person. guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> right I love how to wrap this up. Because, you know, the problem is no, most people don't know that when I hit stop, it keeps going for at least another half an hour. Because <laughs> It's true. We yeah. still get more. We still get more. All right, you guys ready for this? Let's do it. Drink. Talk. Drink. Drink.